This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Let's go back in time to 1932 as Converse brings you historic footage of the legendary original Celtics with whom all great professional teams are compared. We have now taken over your radio. Welcome back to the Over and Back Classic NBA Podcast. I am Jason Mann, and with me as always is Rich Krejci. Rich? We sound we sound buttery good. I think we sound all everyone's right. Got, yeah. Everyone's got their fancy pants mics ready to go. I, I so. know. It's, it's good to be with you again. It's been a little while. Yeah, those those podium game checks are finally paying off. So. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the six figures that we were promised, uh, it came through. It, so that's it, good. It did finally come through. We're very happy about that. So uh, and that's why we bought like entry level <laughs> microphones. The uh, yeah, well, you know, pod- I kept the rest for myself. Podcasting oh, is a lucrative business, as we've as we've learned. Um, oh yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah, absolutely. That's why there are so many you know thriving you know podcasts. So many so many full time podcasters have a career in that field. <laughs> um, so, Rich, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about cool, cool, because we are definitely cool. the arbiters of cool. <laughs> if, if, if two people are the judges of cool, it is absolutely Jason Mann and Rich Cage. Absolutely, I, I believe that is that that is somewhere written down in in stone <laughs> in the bylaws. Yeah, of... Perhaps yes, in the bylaws of cool. Yeah, it, it is. It is thus <laughs> said that we are able to judge that. So yeah, we yes. uh, decided to uh, talk about. Uh, who is cool? Who is cool when they were cool, when they are not cool? Um, and, and cool is obviously in the eye of the beholder. 
Yes, this is going to be our most abstract podcast we've ever had. It might be. Sure. It might be. It's just going to be sort of an excuse to talk about a bunch of players and uh, and weigh in on some thoughts about them, I think. Yeah, and throw shade at them or, yeah, or you know, you just know, be total jerks. Or or just, you know, whatever. Just We'll, we'll learn some things about each other, and it, it'll be fun. I think uh, I think this will be an enjoyable podcast. Uh, and if it's not, well, I'm sorry to have wasted your, you know, your quarter. Your valuable you, time. Yeah, 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 your valuable time, I guess, yes. That's probably the only thing of value, so. Um, that we would be wasting. So anyway, um, yeah. So I guess we're we're gonna sort of divide this into three parts. We're gonna do first. We're going. We have carefully with a with a lot of extreme prejudice decide picked our uh, cool starting five. Each of us has picked a starting five. Um, all time, all time, cool. all time cool. Exactly. And then we are we have made a list of basketball legends. Uh, the, the most popular or among the most popular players ever are are compiled in the list, and we will give our thoughts on if they are cool, when they stop perhaps being cool, if they have never been cool, uh, so forth. And then we will uh, we will end by just talking about the coolest player on every current player on every NBA team, which is really hard to do. It is a little bit hard to do, but you know we're gonna do our best. I I thought it, I thought it was gonna be a lot easier, and then there were some teams that I was looking at, and I was like, ah, these guys are all lame. <laughs> yeah, like, like we I, I don't know if we we have like a a limit of of cool players in the NBA right now, or if it's because you know it's so current or whatever. And it was kind of hard. I mean, there, and then there's some teams where there's a bunch of guys that I had a lot of trouble figuring out who that guy was. So so it was pretty interesting. But there was a few teams we'll, we'll talk about them that I was just like, ah. So yeah. my picks might not be the coolest picks, but hey, it's cool. They're man. my cool. Don't worry picks, about it. So. It's cool. <laughs> so um why don't we start off somebody by the way at this point if somebody hasn't already started a cool counter we would you should we would appreciate it yeah we'll, we'll yeah that'd we'll, be that'd be pretty awesome that, i mean i'm not gonna that do would it. be cool <laughs> i'm i for sure as shit i'm not gonna do All it right. so if you would like to i would gladly allow somebody to count every time we say cool. yeah if a listener is gonna gonna do that um and let us know we, I, we're not gonna actually do that now i will buy you a that pack would, of cool that would not be cool there you go <laughs> i don't know if we should encourage smoking i don't know if that's cool well i mean if they say okay all right i mean fine. it was cool Have it was cool way. in like 1948 maybe but you know that's true yeah, yeah. exactly the the you know around the birth of the nba so uh, so let's, I guess we'll just begin with our, uh, our, our starting five of cool, Rich. I will, uh, I'll let you, uh, we'll, I think we'll just go by position. So we'll, we'll okay. let you go first. I, I think this is probably maybe the consensus heavy freight favorite coolest player of all time. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's hard. And, 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 you know, my, my, my undying hatred of the seventies Knicks is, is well known. And that's, a, uh, you know, a topic for a different day <laughs> it's or whatever. It's become undying hatred. I mean, you're, it's you're not really, I mean, that's that, become it, stronger over the, uh, it has now, now it's my gimmick. So now I just, I really despise that team with all of my, heart, but I, I really don't, but, but the undeniable, I mean, when, I, when we first had this idea of like, you know, Hey, let's talk about the coolest players. The first one that comes to mind and, and it comes to mind with a lot of people as well is Walt Frazier. I mean, the guy just exuded whatever cool is, it's that. Like if you need a template for like what was cool in the seventies, it's Walt Frazier. Yeah, I'm like to a T. Like the cars, the limb, the, the way he looked, the way he played, and and this this goes beyond. I mean, we we should mention for the topic of, the, of this podcast, it's not simply the fashion they wear or like you know, it, it's also the style of play as well. It is a big part of what we're considering cool. At least I considered it a major part and and and, and Frazier really ticked all those boxes. I mean, of a guy who who dressed great, looked great. Drove the best cars, like the, the Ric Flair of of the NBA in the seventies. That that's Walt Frazier. Uh, yeah. I mean, to a T. Uh, absolutely, and he, you know, and uh, you know, obviously one of the biggest stars of the NBA, playing in the biggest city, um, on you know the, the team that a lot of people romanticize um, 
you know, in, in their style of play as well. And just, uh, you know, being a great, being a great defender, you know, getting the steals, just, you know, leading the fast breaks, being exciting. Uh, you know, he had it all. He was Clyde, you know, and, um, uh, yeah, there, it's hard to, you know, I think the first person that most people think of, if they think of what's cool in the NBA, I think Clyde Frazier is going to be uh, yeah. your choice, even today as an announcer, you know, he's got the, got the, I mean, it's a different kind of, he cool still looks now. great. Yeah, yeah. Still, you know, cause it's, it's kind of like an old man, cool and kind of getting away with like the zany outfits and uh, you know, the, I, I in different, Done in a different way, I think maybe his shit would kind of be a little corny today, you know, with with all the vocabulary words and and so forth. But he's just so smooth. He's just able to, you know, completely make it work that it's, you know, it's still cool. Yeah, he's, he makes it work. I mean, that, that that's a guy who and a lot of it is the confidence as well. I mean, that guy from the. I, Really was just one of the more confident players as well and, and really knew that he was, you know, when you know you're cool. And nobody, and it, and it's not lame, or it's not well, you know, it's not like people kind of roll their eyes. Nobody rolled their eyes at him thinking he was cool. Like they they knew it. You, you know, what I mean? like it's like yeah, yeah no, you're, you're right. And then definitely confident dude. And still, like I, I love the style of of announcing he does. I love his voice. I just everything about the guy. He's awesome. Even though I hate the seventies Lakers sure. or seventies Knicks. Yeah, of course. you probably hate the seventies Lakers too. I do. I do. I, I am not very fond of the seventies. Yeah. Um. Have you, I, I hate every franchise ever. Have you so. Have you read Rock and Steady? Uh, I have not. Oh, no. it's great. It's really fun. It, it's a, you know, it's... Will it boost the cool factor? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just all... I mean, it's, it's a guide to basketball and cool. So, I mean, that, that's the, the whole point of the book. So, and it's really, uh, you know, it's just kind of a mini biography. And it, it, it's like a lot of cool, like funny stuff, organizing lists. And it's a... Uh, it's an excellent book. If uh, you should read, and anyone who's listening who's in, who is at all interested should uh, definitely uh, check it out. So I, it, cool. I'm, I'm gonna check yeah, it, out. it was it was reissued a few years ago. So it used to be really rare and expensive, but it's been reissued since then. So now it's a um, it's easy to find, and it's uh, yeah, it's it, it's pretty awesome. Cool. I'll definitely check that out. Who do you have? Uh, who's your point guard, sir? Uh, my choice was Oscar Robertson. And, okay. you know, I don't know if he's necessarily, you know, an immediate choice. I mean, you know, he doesn't really have anything when it comes to like fashion or you know anything that particularly outside the court. Um, but I do think, you know, he was just he was a pioneer in a lot of ways uh, mm-hmm. in the way yeah, he played. He was, you know, an exciting player, you know, kind of one of the first really strong scoring point guards. Not that other guys didn't do that, but I think you know, you know, he was really not just setting the table, but also, you know, um, being the lead scorer on his team, um, you know, played, you know, kind of, you know, an exciting, you know, flashy brand to begin with and sort of slowly kind of evolved into that sort of old man game, you know, like, like you know, backing it up and just, uh, yeah. you, you know, just with all the, the touchness and the smoothness and finesse that um, that guy's had. He's also um, a pioneer in terms of, uh you know, player rights in terms of labor yeah. rights, in terms of, um, you know, uh, free agency, you know, his lawsuit, you know, led to, you know, was one, one of the key factors leading to NBA free agency. So he's, he's a pioneer in, in that respect as well, which is cool. You know, social activism in is, is cool. And he's, he checks all those boxes for sure. Um, you know, as, as far as kind of the, you know, the socially conscious athletes of the time, um, 
and I, you know, he, he's just a. Uh, you know, yeah, he, he actually still does it too. I think he was uh, he was a part of the uh, the, the NCAA lawsuit, correct? He was, yes. About the uh, the player likenesses or whatever Absolutely. for the video games and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, he's still a guy that that's still at the front of it, and and yeah, a lot of credit isn't given to him enough. And I know there, there's a few articles out there that have tried to really scream to you know. Look, this guy's a big, important part of what we know as like modern free agency and modern player movement. Like, like there's you know the Kurt Flood in, in baseball always gets sort of the, the the tagged with it as as this was the big thing that happened. But I mean, Oscar Robinson was huge, yeah, huge, instrumental in that happening. Yeah, Rick Barry as well. You know, there, there's yeah, other oh, guys involved yeah. in that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was you know, um, I, I believe it was known as the Oscar Robertson lawsuit. You know, because he was the most famous player attached to it. So right. Um, so I, yeah, I just think the. Um, I don't know the way the way he played the movement. It was just it all kind of seemed like um, controlled and smooth, but yet exciting. And you know he averaged a triple double over five seasons. You know, I mean he he did it obviously you know famously in the one season. But if you take all if you compile all the numbers that he had, I think it was from sixty one to sixty five. He averaged a triple double through that entire time. But you know, granted, you know the pace was faster. There was a lot more opportunities for. Uh, you know, for, for rebound scoring and assists, that's still, you know, like a pretty amazing thing to think about. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so who is your shooting guard? My shooting guard is Vince Carter. And, and a lot of that is, 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 I'm not sure how like overall cool in, in the, in the truest sense of cool, but for me, Vince Carter is absolutely one of the coolest players of all time, and an and easy choice for me to be my my shooting guard because this is a guy when I I really started beginning to love the game. He was the one that drew me a lot of you know it really really drew me in because it was just unbelievable to see what this guy could do on a basketball court and 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 early like you know YouTube or or, or Kazaa or whatever the hell I was downloading was like top one hundred Vince Carter dunks or you know Vince Carter dunks over this guy or 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 this does you know. The, the Frederick Weiss, uh, you know, dunk or whatever is one that's just ingrained in my mind of, of this guy, the way he could fly, the dunks he could do in that era in Toronto, just a lot of it. It was just a lot of it was style of play cool. And a lot of it was those dunks just being unbelievable. And, and, and I'll never forget, you know, the 2000 all-star game and just what he was able to do, you know, single-handedly making the dunk, you know, the dunk has always been cool, but man, Vince Carter brought it to a whole nother level. Yeah. Was he one of the first ha- headband guys? Like, as fa- like as far as in terms of stars wearing a headband? Yeah, I wonder because yeah, you had you know obviously Iverson um, is one of the first. Yeah, Carter wore it because uh, he started wearing it what two thousand and two thousand two thousand one. Uh, I I don't remember exactly. I mean, he was a rookie in ninety nine, right? So um... yeah, so I think it, it wasn't his rookie year. I know he he was headbandless for at least maybe the first two years of his career, and then sort of started wearing it. Yeah, I wonder if it was that. Yeah, I mean, as far as yeah, him and Iverson are really I. I'd have to really think of, of, you know, he had like guys like Baron Davis or whatever, but I, I, I think he was, you know, I mean, Vince he started around and, the same time too. I mean, they all, you know, they were yeah. all like 97, 98, 99. Right. Iverson's yeah. So, 96, so I think so. Yeah. So, so one, I mean, absolutely one of the top guys to wear a headband for sure. Yeah. I just, yeah. The modern, yeah. Headband, I mean, not the, the sweet Wilt Chamberlain, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, I, looks kind of like a, a, a blindfold, right. or like whatever, like a, a night. Yeah. There were headbands. Like night mask. There've been headband guys in the past, but in the current wave of, I guess, yeah, whatever that style that, you know, we talked a little bit about it in the, uh, in the Christmas show about how in the, the, the headband is sort of not gone extinct, but it's definitely, you know, lessened in the last few years and, you know, how the, uh, early two thousands fashions also look so quaint and kind of crazy now, but, um, uh, just, just as you said, uh, the headband has gone out of style. I turned on the uh, bulls cause I forgot they were on the bull Celtics and Kelly Olenek, 
uh, got a rebound uh, and he's wearing a well, headband. And I was like, yes, so it was like great timing. We all like, know oh. that Olenek is the fashion plate of the NBA. So. Yes, as it w- he will come up much later in our coolest players <laughs> oh, of all time. Boy. That's, so. that's, that's interesting. Oh, he's not in yours? Oh, okay. right. One thing I would say about Carter is sort of interesting is that you know, he was like, you know, Toronto Carter up until maybe the, like last season, we, like he was really cool. Then there was kind of the whole controversy about him quitting sure. and being, being traded to New Jersey. And he was, I, I don't think anyone can really be cool in New Jersey. Um, so not at the eyes. Yeah. The, the demolished eyes. Which by the way, let's do a podcast on the history of the eyes. Uh, it's so. it's definitely putting on the list right now. Um, <laughs> So, you know, he kind of went through that period, you know, with the Nets and the Magic and even maybe the Suns where he, you know, like he wasn't really a cool guy. And, he, you know, he yeah. kinda, his reputation went downhill and he was starting to kind of feel like the superstar who took or the fading superstar who took too many shots. And then he kind of reinvented himself as a role player yeah. and then kind of became cool again. So. Yeah, I wrote an article about that last year for Hickory High and just looking at the, the sort of the transformation. And, and you can almost see it to a game where something clicked in. in and and I, I have it in the article. There's a specific game where before that he had always he was shooting, you know, 15 shots a game or whatever. Then all of a sudden he comes off the bench and then he just sort of gets it like something clicks and he goes, you know what? Yeah, I'll just come off the bench and, and you know, get my five or six shots in or, you know, maybe sometimes 10. And, and he still explodes for some decent scoring, you know, here and there. But, yeah, he's really one of the rare superstars that is perfectly OK at this point in his career coming off the bench, being a sniper, shooting threes, you know, doing what the team needs, which is rare. You have a guy like Allen Iverson where, where teams were, you know, actively pursuing him. And he goes, you know what? No, I need this, this, and this or whatever. Or I'm not going to sign or whatever. And it's like, well, okay, like, like we can't, you know, we can't do that. Where Carter's a rare one, I think. I mean, it's really hard to find a lot of guys that do that, like who who are accepting of just, yeah, I'll just be a bench roll. That's fine. Yeah. I, I don't care. And I don't need to be a focal point. You know, I, and, and this is a guy who, you know, averages 20 plus a game for for a number of years that is completely content scoring six points a game or six or seven points a game these yeah, days should be, so. should be a hall of famer for sure so oh uh, yeah, that, yeah that's in yeah uh that is cool mine is um mine's Dwayne wade who like it it took me a while to come to this conclusion but i think it's pretty solid um one i mean particularly in his younger days he was just like in a, an amazing blur of a player you know, yeah. just flash. I mean, just, you know, yeah, yeah. get into the rim and um, just, you know, scoring from all over. Um, you know, I mean, he was really the um, you know, before they won the title. And that was fairly quick. That was, you know, oh, six in, in his third year. Um, you know, I mean, the the Heat were kind of like um, before the Shaq trade were kind of like a um Almost a little bit like Milwaukee is right now, where they had like the okay, these are like going to be like the next like hyped guys, you know, like you know, they were a little bit like underground for lack of a better word, like you know, before the Shaq trade and the yeah. focus really went on them. So they kind of had that cachet. Then you had the cachet of being a superstar and being one of the few guys, and particularly in this era, to be able to you know be the top guy on a title winning team so young in his career. Um, and, um, you know, I, I, and I, I think that, um, you know, he, he's a guy who really hasn't been like for a superstar, he's almost been, now I don't want to say completely egoless, but, you know, he was willing to, to, uh, set himself aside for LeBron, you know, he was willing to eventually like, you know, defer to LeBron, I guess. And yeah. and be, you know, the guy who, um, you know, was a great player, but yet still was able to, um, you know, kind of fill that role. And, 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 you know, Miami was his town. He was the leader of that team. I mean, that was a that was a big sacrifice, you know, for him 
and obviously led to you know a, a great run and some championships and absolutely um, yeah yeah that, that second year with Miami is the, is is and that's the one you're sort of referring to because the first year they come in and it's sort of it, it seems like one a one b LeBron and Wade and LeBron and you know they you know obviously they, they lose to the Mavericks or whatever and then they come back and 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 there's a lot of talk of Spolstra saying you know hey LeBron's going to be you know one of the focal points we're going to put the ball in his hand more of the time. And you never heard a peep out of Wade. Now I'm a guy who doesn't. I, I don't necessarily like Dwayne Wade all that much. I, it's it goes back very very far. It, it, it's it's a bunch of stuff or whatever. I mean he's he's not one of my favorite players. I don't like actively hate the guy, but he's not one of my favorite players. But that I never gained more respect for him. I mean that was when I really started to gain respect for him because this is a guy who easily could have said no 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 no. You know I this is my town. I'm the man who won the championship here before. I'm not deferring to you. You, you know you came here. You, you know there's many things that he could have said and, and said. And a lot of it is just hypothetical and, and we're going on or whatever. But he was very accepting of it and. What happened was was two more championships for him, with him as a major part of those title teams, yeah. which is 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 is, is it, you got to respect that. You really have to do because it it's not a guy who who said you know hey look, I need you here to help me. He's a guy who said hey you came here and I'm gonna help you now and let's let, you know let's just go and win and and I respect that yeah, yeah. He's, and he, he dresses well very well he is fashionable too, so. yeah that's a good point I, you you know, go. he um like he's been one of like kind of the fashion leaders without. I'm sure there are maybe instances where the fashion's kind of gotten weird, like the Russell Westbrook type stuff, but it doesn't seem like he like crosses the line into. He, he's had a few, but not like like Russell Westbrook just wears like bed sheets now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, right. It's like I also like I admire that Wade has been able to embrace his goofy side at times, whether it's just like some of the like the after um, you know like the um, closing interview stuff with the photo bombing, and not that he's the only guy who's done that, but he's totally been been doing that there's there's a funny one recently where um they came back and won and then uh his wife gabrielle union the actress who i love by the way um came in yeah, and, and started like talking on the mic and sort of and started like calling him like an old man and you know making fun of him and he was you know it just was like um it, it was just like a sweet human moment that um that you know uh yeah just came off really well and, and made me think hey what a cool guy so that's why i picked him all right, I'll move on here to my oh, small will, forward. There's one thing. Oh. I will say that one slight negative on Dwayne Wade is he, he tried to make us call him three for a while. So, uh, Oh, that was that bad. Was, that yeah, was that not was good not yet. Bad. Flash and, and was a great the best part is he was like, call me that. And like everybody was like, uh, we're not going to no, call I like Like no, collectively, no. every reporter, every guy on Twitter, everybody was just like, no, we're just gonna, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not how nicknames work. You can't come to the podium or the, or the, the lectern and say, hey, this is my new nickname. No, it's, that's not how they work. Sir. We'll just say so. he was kidding. Did anybody actually ever call him that? Like I did any I don't recall any article saying No, I don't think. I think everybody just basically yeah. eye rolled and was just I, like, I, Yep, okay, like, yeah, move on. Yeah, you know. I think he <laughs> had cute. some shirts, that was about it. So Yeah. All right. Uh oh, something. That was me. It's fine. A drink spillage or are we good? I kicked a trash can, so Okay, that's fine. Okay, yeah. Good. I just want to make sure we didn't have a you know a, a water bottle falling out of the, you know. All right. My small Ford, I went with Dr. J, Julius Serving. And that that's, you know, there's not much explanation here. You know, and, and as you can tell, I, I I enjoy the '70s quite a lot. So, <laughs> and then I think a lot of the fashion and and, and the, the the stars of the '70s I always attribute to being really cool. And and Julia Serving, I mean that 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 speaks for itself. You got the fro, you got the sweet stash, you got the dunks, you got the ABA, like like everything. And and he's really not. I mean, <laughs> the funniest thing is when you actually hear him talk or like or like see him these days. He doesn't look like a really a guy that you would assume is like a super cool dude. Like he seems kind of boring, you know what I mean? But he just is though. He's just cool. I, I don't know. Yeah, he became he kind of became a dad in the '80s, or 
like, right, like yeah, he dad, like shaved you know? the fro and like got the dad stash, and it's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, he became a dad in the eighties, and and that's not cool. But goddamn it, he was cool in the seventies. So right. I'm gonna go with it. Well, I mean, I think he was he was still pretty cool in a different way. But you know, it, I I think just the whole like um. There's just that aura about him because there's so much of the ABA stuff that we don't that's that's a legend rather than stuff that we can see. Sure. And um, so like even makes it like bigger and cooler because it's just like one of these like, you know, obscure type things almost. Um, so I, I think that that adds to it. But yeah, I, it is funny looking at him now. He just he just seems he's just like, oh, he's just they always like trot him out for an old relaxed like, guy. Uh, like, yeah. He's just, yeah. They trot him out for like the dunk contest and he's got to like hold up a number and he's just like he looks like he'd rather be anywhere else in the world. And he's like, yeah, it's a six. Yeah. Like, it's not as good as me. Like I, I dunk for the goddamn free throw line. You idiots. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just I just love every year they trot him out. and He's just kind of like, oh, hey, what's up? And I'm like, you had you were like a cultural icon in the 70s. Like, yeah. And now look at you. You're but but he's still I mean. He he did enough in the seventies to 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 warrant uh, my small forward spot. So. There you go. Yeah, I I feel like that's a, that's a strong he, strong nickname as well. Doctor J. That's a great one. Doc, um, I mean, come on, the, the yeah. nickname is a big part of it too. Yeah, the fro too. The, the nickname and the fro are the are fro. Huge. Yeah, and and just um yeah, and and being a you know uh just so graceful in his movements and just such a ferocious dunker and all that. Yeah. And, um, and that behind the backboard layup too. Yeah. I mean, come on. Is there anything cooler than that? Have you read his book yet? I, I read it many many years ago. Oh, okay. I thought, but I need to I need to go back because now I could probably appreciate it a I little it was bit more. More recent than that, but well, which because I thought there was which he re- he wrote one. I mean, within the last two or three years, I think. I um... let me see because I, I I know I read a book that I thought was his biography. Let, let me let me check here real quick. Okay, well I'll go to mine. It was many, It was it was a bunch of years ago. So maybe it was maybe it was just one of those terrible like. Let me see here. Because no, I, if it's the current one, I don't think I have read one. Okay, yeah, it, it it's came out. It's his autobiography. It came out like two or three years ago. Um, because he did an interview with Simmons. Um, about it. That oh no, really you know good. what? That is this is the one that I read. Oh, okay. okay, this is the yeah. The, the cover is 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 vivid to me. It's it's 2013. Okay, yeah, I did absolutely read okay. this one. So when that one go, but um, yeah, I I'm ex- I have not read it, but I definitely want to. I, I've read um the chapter where he's talked. I think we talked about it before. The the chapter where he uh had the training camp with Maravich and he and Maravich oh, yeah, yeah. exhibition <laughs> games and, you know, and, uh, which boy, that, that, uh, imagine how great that Hawks team would have been. That's pretty cool. But yeah. And, and one of the coolest parts too, is, you know, in the biography, he talks a lot about, he, you know, especially, you know, that guy growing up in the, in the set or, or, you know, coming to age as a basketball player in the seventies and really just never got into drugs, never really got into alcohol, wasn't a big partier. And it's just like, that, I mean, part of that is kind of cool to like be the one guy in the seventies in the AVA that wasn't doing Coke every day, you know, like, like, and, and said that like when he was growing up, he didn't want to do that. Like he wanted to be successful with his career. And, and it's, it's pretty amazing. Cause he would be one of the guys where, you know, if I just, if you didn't know much about the ABA or if you didn't know much about his history, if I showed you this guy, you would almost certainly assume that he did a ton of cocaine in the seventies. But you know what I mean? Cause like you would just, it, it's the seventies and you got a giant fro. Like that's what you do. Right. Like, and he stayed away from it. No, it's, it's a good biography. And, and I'm not a big fan of uh, autobiographies that much, but okay. this one I, yeah. I remember enjoying. So sometimes they can get a little weird, and, well, and especially sports ones. I get away from like because they turn into kind of rah rah pretty quick. But but his I remember being pretty yeah, insightful. Yeah, it's difficult to be insightful about yourself sometimes. But um, mm-hmm. and that's fair. I mean, I God, I can't imagine trying to write like an autobiography about myself. Yeah, no, That'd be I don't. Horrible, I don't know so. myself at all. Um. So next would be for my my choice of small forward is in a similar vein, Dominique Wilkins. Who I consider the, he's my favorite dunker, 
And I think that there's a strong case that he may have used the dunk as an intimidation tactic better than anybody else. Oh, yeah, making the thunder, like, the the sound of his dunk. Right. And um, there's also the whole thing where, like, because one thing about being cool, like, once you become too successful, it's much more difficult to be cool. You can be popular, but it's harder to be cool. Right. Um, And the the Hawks were, were kind of in that, like that second tier of teams that like, you know, almost, you know, a couple of years, they, you know, they, they were, you know, right up there in, you know, second or third in the East and, you know, challenge the Pistons or the um, Celtics or whoever, and just never quite got, you know, past a certain point. There's almost like a, that almost adds to your coolness, not to your, the happiness of what you accomplished in your career, but to your coolness because of yeah. just like the, you know, the, the, what if, you know, for whatever reason, I think that just adds like a, sort of that aura or not, not maybe aura is the right word, but, but maybe that mystique a little bit, like, you know, it, it, it leaves you guessing a little bit as to, you know, what it could have been. But, um, yeah. And he, I also think that, you know, he won two dunk contests and probably should have won four dunk contests because he was robbed, uh, the spud web year, he was kind of robbed in the, yeah. uh, and he was especially robbed in the 88 dunk, dunk contest that Jordan won. Cause it was in, you know it was who- in Chicago. Yeah, well, there was no chance he was going to win. Well, no, but I mean, <laughs> I, I agree, though. I, I, I'm with you there. Um, Kenny Walker was always robbed, too. Every time I go back and watch those dunk contests, like the, before the dunk contest, he, he, I know he won one, but man, him, he was so did he, good. Did he, like, win? He, he, I th- did he win? I thought he won in 89, uh, but I could be wrong. I don't think so, but. Uh, oh, yeah, he did. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. I thought he never won. I actually, honestly, until uh, not that long ago, thought he didn't. Okay, so he actually did win. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, good. Well, there you go. Well, Good for him. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he should have won more because God, he was really good. I mean, yeah. that that's a guy who it's almost you watch his dunks now. It's it's very interesting to go back and watch those dunk contests because obviously Dominique has has a mystique about him and, and and the way the dunks go. But you watch them back to back to back to back, and a lot of his dunks are the same, but they're just they're still ferocious. Like nobody is as good. I mentioned the thunderous noise. Like when he dunked, it was just loud. Yeah. Like it was so so super loud. But then you look at a guy like like Kenny Walker, or whatever, who was had a lot of really cool like he was really ahead of his time like he's a guy that i think now kenny walker if he was in the dunk contest today would probably still win with the things he was doing whereas dominique you know what i mean or if you put dominique in today's dunk contest i don't know if it, it, it was almost like you know sometimes when you get the big men in dunk contests and they just kind of throw down these ferocious dunks people are kind of like ah you know we, we've been there done that you know we've seen that sort of stuff but kenny walker i mean i remember his being way way ahead of his time and just some doing some really interesting stuff but i have to go back and watch those but no dominique is absolutely like you know, really made the dunk. As you said, I think he made it a, a motivational t- tactic and really a fear tactic because his in-game dunking too. There, I don't know if there's a better in-game dunker ever than Dominique Wilkins. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's a good chance of that for sure. I mean, I, I think just uh, it's just wonderful to see like what, you know, he could do with it and how, um, you know, and, and how fantastic he was. He, unrepentant gunner as well, you know. Yeah, oh yeah. But yeah, he yeah. but he was successful <laughs> enough at it that, you know, it wasn't like a, a, a maybe it could be a problem occasionally, but I I think And then he went to Europe for a year. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he played for some random teams like it's like, "Oh, he played for the Celtics, you know, played for the like Magic." That, that's always you know? yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, like the Spurs, right? Didn't he play I, He like, played for the, yeah, I think I have no recollection of the Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was young obviously, but right. I don't even think I've seen pictures of Dominique Wilkins like it's like everybody just uh, collectively decides to just ignore that that part of his career, yeah. which is fine. Well, you know, 
but yes, so Dominique is he came back from ACL surgery too. I mean, um, I mean, he was one of the first. Yeah, guys. when it was a terrible. I mean, yeah. yeah, when it was not really like we, we take it for granted now that guys come back. But at those, I mean, that a lot even in that era, it was just kind of like, yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, like, and Bernard King, you know, so yeah, like your knees torn up. I don't know. Yeah. Like, just yeah. don't play sports anymore. Like you don't. I mean, a major ACL. I mean, it, he was destroying like, baseball. He was thirty two, thirty three, too, when he got it exactly. Yeah. Like, so I'm sure the doctor was just like, dude, no, like yeah. <laughs> you're done. Right. Like, I, I don't know. Like, just stop. Like, you know, famously. Like, you know, a guy like Mickey Mantle, you know, tore his ACL or, you know, had knee. I don't even know if they said specifically tore his ACL. They just said your knee got torn up and just he was never he played on it and was just never good on it ever again because they just kind of threw their hands up a lot of times. Like, dude, we don't know. Like, not sure how to fix it for yeah. you. Sorry. But uh, this is 1958. Right. We do not know how to. Yeah. Don't know <laughs> Here's how some to leeches. Yeah. Here's a bag of leeches. There you go. Like, hopefully this Here's helps. some greenies, so, like, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, here's here's drugs and alcohol. Use this. This will no doubt. <laughs> here's cigarettes and alcohol. Helpful. Like yeah, whiskey will help. So uh, <laughs> uh, my I'm moving on to my uh, power forward now. I went with Dirk Nowitzki, and that's a guy. If you've listened to this podcast, you know me. Dirk's my guy. Dirk is one of my favorite players of all time. Perhaps my favorite player of all time. A guy I still go out of my way anytime he's in Chicago to go see. Just I mean, when you when you think about what this guy did and 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 how far ahead of his time he really was in a lot of ways, where you just get this this seven foot German dude who's shooting threes and shooting long range and 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 still a good rebounder. It's just it's incredible to see what he was able to do. And and, and I think the coolest part of his career is that he didn't end up being what he was at the beginning where, where a lot of people said, yeah, you know, there's no D in Dirk. He's not good at D he's, you know, he's not a winner. You know, he just puts up a lot of points in these gimmicky systems of Don Nelson or whatever. And then he, you know, he, he gets to the finals with Avery Johnson, you, you know, as his coach, that Dallas Mavericks team, they lose to Dwayne Wade, you know, the guy you mentioned earlier. And then it's like, well, this guy's not a winner. You know, he doesn't have what it takes. And just, you know, the next year follows up and he loses to a Don Nelson, you know, Warriors team or whatever. And then, you know, this narrative is that this guy's not a winner, that he's not tough. He's not, you know, he, he's not clutch. He's not this. He's not that. And then he comes out and he has that that NBA Finals against Miami Heat that is just, I don't know if you've ever watched. There, there's a there's a clip on, on YouTube where I think it's just every shot that he makes and like his highlights of that Finals. And that was a guy that just was saying, I'm going to, you know, <laughs> no matter what I do, I cannot lose this series. Like, I, I have to win this. Like, there, every fiber of my being has to go into winning this because it means so much to me. And that that's really cool to me is that this is a guy who who had his little fun period where he was just a score and he was a gimmick and he was all this. And then he had this period where he was an absolute winner and, and, and has really turned around the narrative about him. Dirk's just, to me, I mean, you, in terms of guys that are, are on court cool, He's absolutely one of them. And he's a guy who off the court, you know, he doesn't dress, you know, extravagantly. But if you see pictures of him, if you see his tweets, if you see interviews with him, he's a really cool dude. I met him once before, too. And he's a, he's really fun, kind of joy. He's always laughing, always cutting, you know, making jokes, laughing, you know, just just a really fun dude to be around as well. Yeah, he I, I agree with all that. He seems uh, he seems super like laid back and, and fun. And of course, as a player, he's um you know, uh, he's a guy who's thrived in pressure situations and um and of course is, you know, a Hall of Famer and a, uh, you know, extremely innovative for being as tall as he was and for, you know, being such a great scorer and, you know, from particularly from, um, you know, from outside. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm on board with you. I don't have much to add, but because uh, you pretty much said it all. But yes, yeah. I, uh, I, I agree. So um, my power forward choice is Charles Barkley. And, um, you know, Obviously, he's a, he's a big cartoon today. You know, it's not like he wasn't a big cartoon when he played, but he's even more so of one today. But 
Less of a self-aware cartoon. Well, yeah, I, I, to a, to an extent, he kind of knew it's, it too. It's a, yeah, it's he, he there's he's he's it's very complex. It's very there's a, there's a lot of factors there, and um, but to me, I think the thing that kind of makes him cool is that um, I I feel like everything he says and does is genuine, like it's from the heart. Like I don't think he's mm-hmm. you know I. And that, you know, gets him in a lot of trouble, but is is good because, you know, you feel like when you hear from him, he may not always know what he's talking about. In fact, he might not know what he's talking about a lot, but at least like it's his honest opinion and he's not going to hold back. And I think that's something, you know, when he played, I mean, he, um, you know, and he can be very funny, obviously he can be very charming. Um, and he was a hell of a player. I mean, uh, maybe he, he could have done more, but he was able to, um, he I mean he was just you know a uh, a ravenous force of you know great rebounding and scoring and um you know uh carried some pretty bad philadelphia teams to some playoff runs and then you know some good phoenix teams you know almost to the championship and and so on and so forth so um i mean yeah he's go ahead uh, sorry to interrupt but no, no his playing style if you if you talk about uh, you know and you mentioned you you sort of thought he should have done more, you know, and I think he sort of is haunted by that idea, too, that people sort of say he should have done more. But I've always thought of him as the exact opposite. I'm thinking that's a guy who who maximized every little bit of his physical tools to become what he you know what I mean, where and he's mentioned it before, too. He's always says, you know, because people bring that up to him is that, oh, you should have done more. And he goes, you know, he always talks about the racial aspect of that as well, where we sort of and and, and I'm not saying you're doing that at all. I'm just saying sure. in the general scope of things, a lot of times white players, we assume that they're, you know, making the most of their limited abilities. And whereas, you know, you know, black players or whatever, you know, they don't do enough with their physical abilities or whatever. And he's a guy that I think has always said that is like, look at me, I'm, you know, I shouldn't be good. I shouldn't be getting rebounds. Like I should not be a star in this league. And he absolutely was like he like you look at this guy and like his height, which is it's still shocking to like really look when he stands next to guys and 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 how he sort of conducted himself on the court or whatever. I mean, that's a guy who I think made the absolute most out of every little bit of the physical gifts he was given, which which were pretty limited. And a lot of it was his doing as well, where, uh, you know, a few less, you know, pizzas and donuts or whatever. But what's always funny, though, is I, you, you look at pictures of him in the 80s or whatever when he was, you know, supposedly fat. And I'm like, he looks like he's in pretty decent shape. You know, I, I always see that when I see, like, magazines of him and he's eating pizza. And I'm like, yeah, he's a little chubby, but, like... Not bad. Like, yeah, he's not well, like Oliver Miller or whatever. Right. But like, I, I think the chubbiness adds to the adds to the charm, I guess, to a certain extent. But yeah. but probably like you know maybe if he kept himself a little bit of better shape, he would have lasted longer. Or you know, yeah, the the, the arc is that, kind that, of that's, bad, that's, he, that's when probably, he fell, it fell. Yeah, yeah. That, that's probably the thing. I mean, I, but I I think that's a point well taken. Is like you know he was six four, maybe six five, you know, and um and was one of the greatest rebounders of all time. You know, battling guys who are six ten, you know, six nine, whatever. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that, that's pretty impressive. Um, and honestly, the other thing is if he hadn't taken so many three pointers, he, he like, I mean, he was already yeah, like man. one of like, he's one of the most efficient scores of all time. If he hadn't taken that many three pointers, he would have even been better. And, you know, it just, <laughs> he couldn't make them, you know, um, some of those years are just like, what are you like? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if we, I, maybe it's a good thing to do for after this podcast is go back and, and, and look at some of those newspaper articles. Do you know, I, I don't know if you've seen it. Did people kind of, was everybody sort of questioning like, what the hell are you doing, Charles? Or was it kind of just like, ah, eh, 
Charles Barkley. Because there's like that one year where he takes like he shoots like 20 percent and he shoots it. It's just like, what are you doing? Like, stop. Like, just stop doing that. It's like a Josh Smith thing. It's like, no, stop. Like, just don't do it. Yeah, I don't. Re- you know, I don't re- recall that. I mean, there may I'm sure maybe like there was some like, oh, if his shot selection were a little better. You know, I don't know if it was like specifically the threes or anything. But yeah, um, can you imagine now, though? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's so good otherwise that I think like because Josh Smith, I think part of it, I mean, he's Josh Smith is very good in some areas, but I think his um, negatives, um, you you can argue and I would probably argue outweigh the positives where with, with Barkley, it was a negative, but there were so many other great things that. Yeah. But yeah, I, people would get on him for it, certainly. All right. So who is your center? My center is David Robinson, the Admiral, which, by the way, that's a sweet ass great right now let's go let's go with cool nicknames right there the admiral or whatever but just a great story about him too i mean a guy who who especially on the court i mean you i i really don't i I really wonder if we don't appreciate robinson as nearly as much as we probably should and and i don't know if i'm speaking just for myself maybe i don't appreciate him as much but he doesn't come up that often when we talk about you know just great players but i was doing some play indexing the other day and i think i was looking at like triple doubles or whatever near triple doubles and stuff like that and man, he's always up there. I mean, he's a guy who just filled up the stat sheet eventually later in his career, you know, won, won titles alongside with Duncan. Just a, a fun player and, and just a cool guy as well. I mean, in general, the guy, you know, that, that the million dollar smile, the cool story of going to Navy, the Admiral, just the way he looked. You know, I, I, a lot of it is that San Antonio, too. He made San Antonio kind of a cool franchise and a cool team in, in a lot of ways. But yeah, just just an easy player for me to pick as my center. And there, there were a few that I was thinking about, but but a guy who when I really looked at it and I was looking at players and I was thinking, I said, man, that guy, that guy is just really, really cool. David Robinson, like just, a, just a really good player, a, 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 a fun play style as well, like a very ferocious style, but still had a, a finesse to him as well of, of, you know, how he would score and how he would kind of move around. And a guy who was never really, you know, he, he put, kind of put up stats of like a, a seven foot stiff, but I never really thought of him as a stiff. You, you know what I mean? Oh no. Yeah. I mean, he was just so athletic and so, you know, just moved so, so well, uh, was so fast it could jump so well and I, yeah i mean i think the things that um I, I agree that he is um not necessarily appreciated i think the two things that work against him is his per- the perception that he was too nice particularly early in his career and the per- perception that he got destroyed by hakeem in the well, i think it was 94 <coughs> playoffs uh yeah, yeah. which is i mean very true that Hakeem out, outplayed him, but not quite as but true. Hakeem Olajuwon is also very good. Right. But, 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 <laughs> but, you know, Robinson actually, you know, played all right in that series and, you know, and had a better year than it did during the regular season. So, um, I mean, Robinson was, was that level of player most of his career. I, uh, yeah. So yeah. Um, and you had the, I'm, Hakeem, I'm about to win the scoring title. So let me score. Right. Points. He scored 71 <laughs> points. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Um, which is pretty amazing. He, um, uh, you're right. I, I do think that he did make the Spurs a cool team, which the Spurs were like not a cool team and really not, not a cool team in the 80s. Maybe in there. I mean, I'm too young for the early 80s, so I can't really speak to that. Maybe you know, George Gervin, there was still some of that. But um, but yeah, they I, they didn't really become a cool team until he sort of um, came on the scene and they started having success uh, you know, pretty much right away. I mean, he, he helped turn them around. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's a he's a very laid back guy. He, he's an interesting choice here because of. Um, He's also he's just so much of a square, you know. I mean, he right, yeah. He's very and, Christian, and, and there's going to be and, a... you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But he, he just, you know, he's very square. He's very like, um, 
you know, he's not the, he, he's, he's not, you know, badass cool in any way. Um, yeah. He's not the, he's not the cool, bad guy. He's the, the cool, good guy right. in a way. And, and there, there's, it's going to be interesting. And that's the issue when, when you talk about cool is some guys can do it differently. Some guys are, are, are so boring. They're cool or so nice. They're cool. Or, or some guy, you know, we're going to talk about guys that, that are fluid and that's why it's so much different. It's almost like a, a, a person by person thing. I don't have a standard for what I consider cool. You know, normally I probably wouldn't have a guy that is as boring as David Robinson is cool, but the way he conducted himself in that role of being sort of the boring, smiley guy or whatever, did it? I mean, yeah, absolutely, uh, easy choice for me for a cool. Yeah, um, I, you know, I, I really, I, I started thinking about him a little bit differently recently after reading the uh, Jack McCallum Dream Team book. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and he talked about how, um, David Robinson, you know, I, I knew a little bit about this, but, you know, kind of went into more details about like how he like started like a huge school in San Antonio that, you know, has, um, you know, helped out a bunch, you know, thousands of, um, low income kids in the, in the community and is, you know, just, you know, doing all these things to, that are like really cool and beneficial and just like how he's just basically dedicated his life to this. And, uh, yeah, no. And, and I, I remember I was, uh, I went to San Antonio a few years ago and, and I was talking with a guy who lived in San Antonio and I was asking, you know, why is the SBC center so far away from downtown? Cause the Alamo is like right downtown or whatever. And he said, it's in a, it's in a not that good area of, of the city or whatever. And a big part of that was Robinson saying, you know, Hey, I want to get jobs for these people, you know, like, like saying, Hey, I'm David, you know, Robinson, this is where we're going to build the arena. And they're like, all right, that's fine. You know, like, because yeah. they were, they were downtown. I mean, the Alamo Dome is right downtown right there. And, and SBC is, is pretty far off or whatever, but you got to respect that of a guy who, who was saying, you know, look, I, I, I want, you know, I, I do a lot for, you know, the underprivileged of the city and, and, and threw enough shade at it where they were like, you know, Hey, David Robinson. So, and I'm sure the low, uh, the, the low prices on the uh, land also. Yeah, yeah, well, but, you know, yeah. but, but yeah, anyway, so he, he's definitely a neat guy. And I, I like that. I like that pick, even though at first glance I was going, huh? But yes, but I, I think it's good. So, uh, my choice for center is Arvita Sabonis. Uh, yes. yes. Who of course, <laughs> you know, um, he's so not cool. He's cool. Well, as yeah, I mean, I, there's of course, um, you know, he, um, from Lithuania, uh, played um, played in Europe from the you know I, I guess the late seventies early eighties uh, early eighties through uh, you know mid nineties before coming to the NBA um, and he was by then I think he was like thirty one thirty two as a rookie played six years had like amazing numbers and even though he was you know uh, by then I mean not not quite fat but definitely bulky and um, just athletically a shell of what he had once been. He was so just so incredibly skilled and, and could perform and, and was, you know, fun and exciting, but he was just like this in the eighties. He was just like this, um, like the ultimate prize and okay, can we get this guy? Cause he's behind, he's behind the iron curtain. He's in the USSR. He's like this guy that everybody, everybody wants and everybody like sees, you know, like glimpses here and there, uh, you know, one big win was the, um, USSR beating the, beating the U S in the, yeah. uh, 88 Olympics, uh, the, the finals Sabonis beating a team led by David Robinson. And, um, you know, there's all these glimpses of these, uh, of this guy. And then he finally comes around and even today, it's just, it's, it might even be less of like what he is, but of like the idea of what he like what he was that, you know, just based on yeah. the glimpses that we've seen, the highlights of just the incredible passing and, uh, you know, just the incredible skills for a seven footer and um, just growing up. I mean, um, 
this is all documented in the other Dream Team documentary, which I watched fairly recently. Um, That's a great that, one. That is a yes. great I, one. That was a, a fine, like a random find. I had no idea the thing even existed. I think once it was like, hey, you watch this, you might like this. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, I would. You are correct. Yeah. Like, thank you, Netflix. It's, like, yeah, it's on Netflix. And it, it talks about, um, you know, the Lithuanian team. This is also talked about in the Dream Team uh, book as well. Uh, you know, he played... Um, you know, he was he's from Lithuania, which was um, you, you know, annexed by the USSR during, you know, during the Cold War. Uh, well, actually before then, like in 1940, I believe. And uh, and so they're, you know, they're playing under Soviet rule. They're controlled by the Soviets. And eventually, you know, Lithuania breaks three. There's a you know, there's a big movement. And, you know, and he's, um, you know, part of this uh, movement to. Uh, you know, to, to finance this basketball team and the Grateful Dead get involved and they, you know, they, they give them rights to a t-shirt that sells really well. They're able to fund the team and they end up getting a, they end up getting the brown, the bronze medal by beating, you know, what's left of the uh, Soviet team. So, yeah. um, the, the unified Russian team. So, um, you know, it was just, you know, a really compelling, interesting, exciting story. Um, I mean, there's lots of Sabonis more than that. I think we're going to probably do a show on Sabonis at some point. Cause he's just, yes, he, I'd love yeah, to. he's fascinating and, and very fun to watch. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, you know, we've seen a number, you know, you know, your, your Bill Walton types or, you know, kind of like in Anthony Davis now, who isn't necessarily like as polished of a passer, but is just somebody who like is a, is of a size and you can't believe the skills that he has, you know, Antetokounmpo is kind of the same way. And Sabonis yeah. is just like another line in, you know, uh, of those things. And, you know, he's, and, and he's, um, he just has this whole career that, you know, we barely, you know, uh, can know because we, we can see very little of it, but it's just, you know, the, I, again, I, I think for, for me, mystique is a big part of what's cool. And Sabonis yeah. is cool. He's one of the best, the, the top, at least in my mind, the top of the mystique guys of, you know, there's some guys, you know, like, you know, Spencer Haywoods or whatever, or, or guys of, you know, the early vintage, but he's the guy that immediately comes to mind of, of, of ones that were, every time you hear people talk about him, they go, man, if you saw him before, you know, his, his legs went out or before he, you know, before he had no legs or whatever. I mean, this guy was just incredible. And we've seen little glimpses of stuff in the Olympics or whatever, but he's a guy that you wish you could just see like that somebody somewhere just has like hours and hours of Sabonis game film, just, just sitting, you know what I mean? Like one day somebody will just upload uh, like two hours straight of just him, you know, highlights of him or, or, or full games or whatever. It's, it's gotta be somewhere. Someone has to have that please. But I don't know if anybody does, but it's okay. But, but yeah, you talk about a guy mystique. I mean, he is mystique is, is, is Sabonis. Like he came in and it was still very good when he came in, but you could tell, I mean, he was fat and he was old and, and, and it was, it was what it was. And he's always the guy, no matter what everybody qualifies it with. Yeah. But if you saw him 10 years ago or whatever, and, it, I think part of it, the fun is that we di- we haven't seen it and we don't know. But another part of that would really I, I would be so interested in seeing how it actually worked out and how he actually looked because because I can only imagine and, and I've only seen the, the brief glimpses of from the Olympics. But man, was he talented? Yeah, and he had uh, in uh, ba- yeah seven years in the NBA. He had from ages thirty one to thirty eight. He had a. a Oh, what was his PER? Uh, 21.2, you know? Yeah, he was, I mean, really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some good, good Portland teams, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he was part of those late, uh, early 2000s teams that, you know, came reasonably close to a title. So he was good. Um, so I think we'll take a little break and yep. we will uh, come back and we will go through some of the legends of the game and uh, debate their coolness. So come on back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. 
back and we are going to talk about the uh the relative coolness of some of the legends of the nba um so uh i guess we should probably should start this guy's pretty famous uh michael jordan is it, i've heard is of him. michael jordan cool I don't know. I and that's probably I'm probably going to be burned at a stake for for living in Chicago and not you know debating Michael Jordan's coolness. I don't know if I ever thought he was really cool. Even growing up, I knew he was good and I liked him as a player and I thought he was you know an unbelievable player, of course, and and you know one of the best players of all time and arguably the best player of all time. But I don't know if he was ever really cool. I never got the cool from him. I don't know what, where where you stand on this. I, I maybe I'm completely wrong, and people are gonna on Twitter are just gonna explode by me saying that. I don't know. I never saw him as cool. Yeah, I don't. I I, I kind of agree, uh, especially once he, you know, when once you start doing McDonald's commercials, once you're like on every, again, like once you reach like a certain level of popularity, and he's you know at his peak was you know one of the most famous athletes in the world, maybe the most famous athlete in the world. So. Um, it's hard to, to be cool. Um, it just, it's hard to do. I mean, he was obviously great. He was obviously popular. He was obviously an incredible player, but I, I don't know. Like, um, I, he's also a jerk and I don't well, really yeah, like jerks there, that there's much, that. So. And, uh, and you know, he has pretty terrible fashion sense. Um, oh God. Yeah. One of the worst. Yeah. Especially as an old man. So that, that hasn't helped a little bit. I, I, I'm going to go with, I don't, I don't think so. Um, but was he ever cool? maybe early Jordan, like, you, okay. like, you know, maybe like pre like, like when they're the Bulls are facing the Celtics in the 86 uh, playoffs, the first round. And um, Jordan's like putting up what he scored, like 63. Right. Yeah. Jordan with a chain. So when Jordan had that gold <laughs> there chain, you go. yes, uh, then he was Which, cool. By the way, don't wear a gold chain when you're playing basketball. No, a lot <laughs> like, of people did. It, it, I know. Yes, that, that, what are you doing? That was take a popular thing. You know, uh, <laughs> like Kareem did it. Like Wilt did it. You know, like <laughs> uh, like seventies, there's gold chains everywhere. It's like, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, I mean, there's a lot of hands and fingers, but all right. Like, and if I'm another player on the other team, I don't want a guy wearing a gold chain. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, like, maybe it's just a way to keep away from his neck. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. No one's going to go for a block because they don't want their finger to get no, cut. So, yeah. No. We have, we have we have officially deemed Michael Jordan not cool. All right, so, so I'm sure that eh, I don't know. Do we have a sound effect? We don't. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I like that. I'm not going to do it for everyone. All right, though, so. that, that, that's fair. I think I think we've got. It. We'll have to when we if we decide that someone is cool here, we'll, we'll have to come up with a sound effect for that. But yes, yeah, so other right. than that, we maybe like a ding or something. Oh. There you go. I will. We'll, we'll, when it comes, we'll just we'll let it be natural. Uh, so Magic Johnson. Oh uh, yeah. I, the way he played was cool. I mean, just like you know, the the up tempo, fast break, you, particularly early on in the career. He's another one where he got so famous that's hard to kind of consider him cool. He's also yeah. like the fact that he's so smiley and uh, like he's maybe almost a little too friendly to be cool. Like you can be friendly, but maybe just um, like the friendliness may have seemed contrived. I guess I don't want to say fake, but maybe contrived a little bit. Yeah. So maybe that sort of so, so I. Uh, you know, uh, his tremendous, courageous fight, um, you know, against HIV, uh, that's pretty cool. So I, I think I would lean toward cool, but I, you know, I think there's arguments for both sides. I think he's actually cooler now than he, I think he's cooler now as a, as you know, a businessman and the magic Johnson we know now than he was necessarily as a player. Cause I agree with you. I mean, he was a cool player like on the court, but I thought it was, 
Yeah, I, I, I always kind of, especially when you see old clips of him, and he's just so smiley and such a kind of a shill for whatever he, he could do or whatever. And and Jordan's the same way too. I mean, whatever was you know paying him money is 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 his greatest you know. And and that's guys. I mean, that's endorsements. Yeah, whatever. I mean, fault the guy for doing that. But no, no I, I really think I love Magic Johnson's post playing career where he's kind of turned himself into like a legitimate great businessman and 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 a guy who's a businessman that's not attributed directly to his basketball skill. That's the part that's really cool. Is he's not a guy that that because he's Magic Johnson or because he was good at basketball or whatever. I mean, the guy invested in Starbucks, you know, he's, he's part of the late, you know, part of the Dodgers and all. I mean, just a lot of really cool stuff. I mean, I really enjoyed his post playing career and, and, and think that's pretty cool. But yeah, I put him sort of on the middle. I, I'm going to go. Yes, though. I'm going to I'm going to give him a ding. Right. But ding. Ding. There his, is, uh, I don't know if his insights in basketball are to be trusted. That no, no, no. He uh, but... he should be unfollowed on Twitter if you care about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't really know anything about. Well, basketball. yeah. I mean, he knows what he knew as a player, but yeah, <laughs> I don't think he know. I don't think he's paying close attention to modern basketball. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, Larry Bird, because you know, on one hand, like he's so awkward looking, and uh, and he was. Um, I don't know. He he was just um and he's I don't know, he's a Celtic. It's hard for a Celtic to be cool. Um, you know, other you know, we'll go down other than Bill Russell, it's hard for a Celtic to be cool. But um on the other hand, like he definitely was uh I think the trash talking is a plus because he could ba- he could almost always back it up. Um and I think the fact you know, I think the Magic Bird rivalry does help a bit. It it kind of just like gave both of them a goal and 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 was kind of a cool thing. I, I mean I'm sure people got sick of it if you weren't a Lakers and Celtics fan, but I think just for like the good of the game, it was it was it was cool. So, um, I'm going to go I'm going to go yes on Bird. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm on the fence about him. Uh. I, He's almost so grizzly and so kind of Larry Bird <laughs> that he's cool. I, I would go cool. I, I think I'm pretty safe in saying Larry Bird is is, is pretty cool. And 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 the the if you need something as evidence, the three point contest and throwing the finger up where, while wearing the warm ups. I mean, that's just I, the the New Orleans, the game in New Orleans when he I think he scores sixty or or close to that, and like he's just like taking these crazy shots, and they they're playing the Hawks in New Orleans. It was you know, whatever for whatever reason the game was there, and like the the Hawks guys are like laughing on the bench and falling off the bench because of just how absurd Bird is playing. I think that's yeah, a good demonstration of it as well. Yeah, it works for me. Yeah, oh, God, cool. uh, Will Chamberlain, what do you think? Oh yeah, yeah. If if we're to believe his uh his 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 body count, uh, uh yes. Oh god, yes. Uh I don't know. Um <laughs> I one I don't believe it. And two, I don't know. Are you yeah, are you saying he couldn't have sex with like six women every day of his life? <laughs> like I think if if you do the numbers of it, you're just kinda like, nah, well like I, I, no man is physically capable of like Right. And you know, like I don't know, is being a slut cool? I'm not sure. No, no, I'm yeah, I'm I, I, I know I, I know you care. are, but yeah, but no, um yeah, I he's an interesting one. I because he's a very and especially when you read sort of books about him and, and articles, he's a very um he didn't have very much confidence in himself. He was very it's hard to say you're really cool when you really he's always doubting himself, he's always never really sure what he should do, and he's sort of I don't know. I mean, he had a the fashion was definitely there and the, the play style was kind of interesting, but he's a little on the fence guy, like and he's kind of a I don't know. Seemed like kind of a jerk at some time too. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna go no on Will. I. Yeah. He, he's a, he's a tough one for me. I mean, I I the first thought you would say yeah, but then you when you really kind of look at his body of work, you look at what he was and and 
Yeah, I'm on the fence about Wilt. I'm not sure. I, I don't want to go full no. I don't want to go full yes. So I'm just going to, you know, be in the middle here. All right, fair enough. And and and, and not come up with any you answer. You wish you watched. appreciate so. it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, LeBron James. <sighs> and I love I love LeBron. I I'm a huge fan of LeBron. I'm not sure if he's cool though. He's kind of a I don't he's know. Kinda, yeah, I don't think he's very he's cool. Kinda, yeah, <laughs> he's a, a little bit kind of on the um he's a little bit on the Jordan plane where like he's too much of a brand to be cool, you know. Um I uh he does seem pretty, like nice though. He doesn't seem like a jerk. So that's good. Yeah. Um yeah. and I I do wonder like kind of going back to Wade, there's one point that I didn't make it that really relates to James as far as like are we going to appreciate Wade a lot more for his leadership role on that heat team when we see, you know, what happens with the Cavs in the next few years. I mean, yeah, I, I, I may we... be very off on that, but I mean, because who knows what'll happen. And yeah, right. Um, At this point right now on, you know, January 16th. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. The, the way he's but... kind of been just seeming like slacking off and the way he sort of comported himself this season um, leads me to think that maybe, you know, that that may be a, another addition in Wade's bucket because, yeah, James just sort of seems to, um, like, I get, obviously, like, it's a long season and he has to, conserving himself is smart, but, like, it seems like he's taking off plays and it's just kind of weird. But, yeah, agree. Uh, anyway, that aside, yeah, I, I'm going to go no on LeBron uh, being cool. But great player. I like him a lot. Yeah, but, unbelievable. But, yeah, yeah I don't, of course. He's not cool. So, yeah, I, I've never, especially, he's like one of the worst Twitter followers. I mean, it's just boring. Yeah, and like, right. it doesn't he really doesn't have, have any, any, like, there's no personality really. Same, there's nothing Jordan's there. the same too. He's... Jordan, like, no public personality. I know he had a private one and he was a jerk, but, um, I mean, there are people who liked him too. It's it, more complicated than that. I don't want to, like, completely you know slam my yeah, door because oh, no, there's, no. there's yeah, good things about jordan too but um but yeah like what are your interests like i i have no idea what lebron likes other than basketball yeah and like uh, he, basic he probably, generic he probably likes, and, like he likes will smith movies probably you know right so, like what i mean he likes like cold play and like will smith movies yeah, so like he's go. not cool at all right like, yeah he just likes like generic music and like yeah. generic uh, now, like, like like hitch is probably his favorite movie yeah. of all time I mean, greg like, odin liked will smith movies but greg odin managed to make that cool but um yes right. but lebron not so much so <laughs> uh okay bill russell um i guess i mean he's okay he's, he's like an old man cool like he's like grandpa cool but yeah i don't know i'm sort of on the fence about him i, I think bill russell's definitely cool i i mean okay. um like i mean like winning at a certain point is necessarily that cool but when you like win like 11 or 13 championships that's kind of that's cool and like it's that not, is pretty cool and yeah, it's that's... not something that's like it's not overhyped it's properly hyped i think um because it's just such a mega accomplishment um and you know he was he was the leader he was a pioneer as you know really probably the first african-american superstar on the nba um he dealt with a whole bunch of crap you know just because you know he was a great athlete of that generation like oscar robertson did uh living in boston wasn't not, not necessarily the best uh maybe not the worst either but definitely um you know de definitely not the um definitely not the worst so i um i would say bill russell is cool yep okay i'll, I'll accept that yeah i i, I... Yeah, winning a lot. Yeah, that, those titles are pretty damn cool. That, that, I'll give him that. And and nowadays he seems like a pretty sweet dude too, where he's just kind of this like grizzled old. Like he's so gray, and he's like <laughs> just they like trot him out for everything. But he seems like a good guy, and he seems like a, a guy that would be really really fun to sort of talk to and and, and hang out with. So I'll give you that. Yes, I'll, I'll, seems, I'll go cool. He seems very personable. He seems very very nice. So I uh, I, I say yeah, I say pro. Um, 
I, I say say pro him. So, um, all right. Next we have George Gervin. Is George? Gervin? Oh God, yes. He, oh yeah. He's the Iceman. He's cool. Oh yeah, come on. I mean, yeah, he's literally the Iceman. Like, of yes. course. Like, yeah, yes, yeah. That's not even no. We're not even gonna have that debate. Like, all right. Like, you're not. You you wouldn't dare say he's not cool. No, right? absolutely not. He's, I mean, he's a literal definition of cool. He, like, he, so we're we're good. Know, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin Garnett. No. No. Not not at all. Cool. I, I I I am I I'm longstanding uh, of never really being a big Garnett guy, and and the fake tough guy act I could really do without too. So no, I'm a not a fan of Kevin Garnett. So yeah, good, yeah. great player. Great I love player. I love I love when I, he's on the. I, you know, I honestly player. I really. Yeah, I love I love his style of play. I loved his you know what, what he did with the Wolves and, and and even a little bit with the Celtics or whatever. Not so much the Nets, but you know obviously I, I I'm a huge fan of you know watching. I watched him in high school when he was at Farragut here in Chicago, which is I mean like just unbelievable to watch what he could do as a high schooler. You know against it would seem like children. He seemed like a man at that time, and and you know obviously he was still you know a, you know a baby in his own right. But yeah, no, not a guy that I would consider cool, and and not a guy I would ever you know want to actually hang out with or do anything with. So. Yeah, he'd probably uh, throw a ball at me, so that would be no fun. So, Kobe Bryant? <sighs> no, not really. I think I guess it, if you if you if you really really think that like if you if competitiveness and that sort of stuff is, is is cool to you in the sense, but he he reminds me a little bit of like a Jordan esque dude who who's who seems kind of I, I I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with no on Kobe. I've I've never been a I, I've never thought of him as cool. Obviously, you know don't hate the guy at all, but I, I just never really thought of him as a, a cool dude, even though he did take Brandy to prom and that's pretty sweet. So it's true. You, that, those are some points. <laughs> I agree. There's the, the hyper competitiveness in a way. Um, but I do think that, um, like he's too, um, I think calculated, I think would be the word that I would use for Kobe. Like he always seems like he's trying to, um, like kind of prove that he's like the, He's almost like trying to be the coolest guy in the room, and it doesn't, and it mm-hmm. makes it not kind of like not work. So, I'm gonna go no. Uh, okay, so we grand no. Allen Iverson. In his in his time period, yeah, uh, you know, I remember growing up, I thought he was the coolest guy or one of the coolest guys in the league, and you know, the fashion, the game, the way he played, and all that sort of stuff. Less, I mean, he really diminished his coolness, you know, in prior years of just kind of being a surly little guy, and and I think he's now sort of rebuilt himself a little bit, and and and. I don't know. I'm still going to go. Yeah. Cause I think he was very, very cool. in the not in the, you know, the late nineties and, and, you know, crossing up Jordan and doing the crossovers and, 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 and leading that, you know, bum team to the, the NBA finals or whatever. I'm going to go with, yeah, I'm going to go with cool. Uh, I, I agree. I, uh, I think he was always kind of himself and I think that, you know, being yourself is um, it, it's all that you can do. So, uh, yeah. so I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with yes. Okay. So Steve Nash. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. Although there's been some haircuts that have been unfortunate, but well, yeah, but that makes him. I he owns them. He owns those terrible haircuts. That's, that's so, true. He does own them. So I, I the blonde, not the blonde. That one is all. No, the, the, yeah, the, the blonde and the frosted tips. But he owned them. He he still owned them and was and still found a way to do it. But yeah, no, I uh, he's absolutely cool. I, and and especially now that he like makes movies and stuff, I, I got to give it up for that. You know that he, he's passionate about film and all that sort of stuff. Now Steve Nash is cool and and he plays cool and 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 you know fashion. Yeah. Not so much there, but otherwise, definitely a cool dude. Yeah. Um. Uh, Jason Kidd. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he he was a great player. I mean, and he like was fun to watch as a player. Uh, but probably too much of a jerk. Yeah, pretty pretty big jerk, and and just doesn't seem like a, a dude. Yeah, I don't know. I, I it's hard to call him cool. You know, I don't feel like I'd ever want to hang out with yeah Jason Kidd. 
Was he ever cool? Like, it, like, was he cool, like, on the Mavericks, maybe? No, I don't think he ever was. I really never... Not really. I mean... Because even then, he was just sort of workman-like. I mean, and, there, and there he, was... he had a flair to his game there and was stuff. Kid, yeah, Kid Mashburn and Jackson, that was kind of a thing for a little while. It was pretty fun. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Those guys are cool. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Jason Kidd's cool. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have trouble. Until, I, yeah, uh, I don't, until I, Tony Braxton got in the way. Is that a real sure. thing? The Tony Braxton, Jason Kidd thing? Yeah, and... I don't like, know. And wasn't... I think she, Jason Kidd and Jim Jackson were fighting over Tony Braxton. Oh, was that true? I didn't know that. No, that, I didn't know that. That's what I always heard. I we might be spreading. I knew something about the Jason Kidd Tony Braxton thing, but I didn't know about yeah, I that. Think well, it that... Got, yeah, I, I think that may have been. That, She's that, worth fighting that, for. I will so. say that that is a rumor that was popular in during the time. I believe I have no idea whether it's true or not, or or the specifics of it. So, don't <laughs> I sue hope us, so. That's a, that's a great rumor. Yes. That's great. I hope it is true. But yeah, no, Jim Jackson, very cool. Jason Kidd, man. Yeah. Um. So next we have, next we have Chris Paul. I think this is an interesting oh. one. I would go. Yeah, I would go. Yeah. yeah. I've always thought he was a pretty interesting dude. A, a guy who, who who doesn't take himself too serious, and I always find that pretty cool. A guy who can be competitive in in one respect, but also you know good enough to joke and laugh and and have fun about stuff too. I mean, he's obviously there, there's been points in his career where he's been a little surly and there's been issues or whatever. But I would say pretty easily a cool dude. Yeah. The, and the, the nationwide commercials or the State Farm commercials rather only you know go to help that. Well, so. he although he's crossing that line into oversaturation. He's getting they're getting close. Yeah. Um, They're getting kind of cheesy. There, there's so. also the, for whatever, I think Blake Griffin's unlikableness, and I don't really know why he's been unlikable, but it, I think it sort of rubbed off a little bit and made the Clippers seem unlikable and uncool, oddly, this season. Um, but I that made... yeah, this year there's been a weird turnaround where I think it, I think a part of that is the lack of success, where it's like, yeah, you're cool and you're having fun and you're throwing alley oops or whatever, but like let let let's like, let's yeah. get down to business here. Let's well, start winning yeah, some well, damn Bob, playoff Bob series. City was like... cool, yeah, but now it's sort of it's turned around. Now maybe if they're successful enough, that'll that'll turn around. I don't know. Yeah, and that, that always dynamic. happens with those. Yeah. That, that it happened. I mean, it happened with the you know the Suns and the Mavericks and the Kings or whatever. Where it's it's fun in games Warriors, for a while. They have yeah. this cool story of play, you know, right. style of play yeah. or whatever. But at some point, it's like, all right, cool. Now we've had that. We've had that fun. You know, let's move on. I mean, LeBron went through that with the Cavs, where it was like they were having the gay old time of their lives and dunking all over the place and dancing and all that stuff. And then you know they lose a playoff series, and now it you know to a, 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 a potentially inferior team or whatever. They come back that next year, and it's all like they became just an instantly like sort of not unlikable, but sort of a less, they didn't have that same flair. And I get that this year with the Clippers where it's like, okay, you know, what's going on here? You know, what, what's that next step? Yeah. You know, ready to evolve beyond, you know, just lap city. So absolutely. Kevin Durant. Uh, I would go with. Yeah. Yeah. Although he, I've always liked him. He, I always thought he was a cool dude. He's had a weird, like cursing and in interviews type thing and sort of like trying to be a little bit like more like nasty and surly this year. Which has kind of been an odd development. I'm not sure, like you know, other than he's it just seems phony. Yeah, it, it does really does. Phony. I feel like it's not yeah. the real Kevin. And, and maybe it is the real guy, and we've just been like fed the you know the the image of what he was before. But it, it's it's just it's been a strange development. But I still don't think it's been enough to make him not cool. Yeah, I agree. I think he's still cool. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, Mano Ginobili. Yeah, I, I would go. Yeah, I don't think we've Tim Duncan on this list. We should add. We should we should judge Duncan as well. Okay. What do you think? Of, what do you think? It's in, I, well, I agree with Manu. Manu is cool. Yes. You, you stole my thunder because he's one of my guys. And we talk about the coolest players in every team. I put, uh, I put Tim Duncan there. Well, I, he is. Cool. And I, I sort of alluded to it earlier when I was talking about David Robinson, where you can be so boring and so just generic that you're cool. There you go. 
And that's Tim Duncan. I mean, that's a guy who just nothing bothers him on the court. And like the best part is when something does bother him, it goes from like zero to 10. Like when Dick Pavetta is being a jerk to him and it just, or like Joey Crawford or whatever. And he just goes insane. And like his, his bench antics or whatever. I've always thought Tim Duncan is cool. I, I, I will argue to the grave that he is one of the, one of the, my most enjoyable players to watch. People call him boring. There, I don't think there's anything boring about Tim Duncan's game. Yeah. I think it's awesome I, how workmanlike it is. It's a machine. Yeah, it's great. He's, it's he's hilarious. Yeah, I, I I agree with you in there. I don't know if he's that has been my biggest argument with friends over like the past like fifteen years is like the cool the, the coolness and the boringness of Tim Duncan. I'm like, he is not and like guys that like basketball, I'm like, if you like basketball, you cannot say Tim Duncan's boring. Right. I mean I get if you're just a casual wise, I don't know if he's Oh most, god, yeah. But as far as or what he shows anyway. But yeah, as far as basketball playing wise, yeah, I've always I've never really thought like boring is you know. and like the personality is so like staunch and so like it, it it's almost kind of a cool in its own right. Like you almost know that he knows that he, that's like his perception that he's that lame or whatever. Because I've seen reports or whatever you you see like you know message board threads where it's like you know who's who's you know name an NBA player you've met before and everybody says when they meet Tim Duncan it's kind of like a that he's really cool and he's a nice dude or whatever. But he kind of gives that perception that he's just like the most boring human being in the world and and I, there's some kind of coolness to that. I don't know why, but absolutely. Um, Yao Ming. Yeah, I don't know if Yao's cool. I, I guess there's cool aspects to him, but I don't know if overall he's cool. I guess now he makes wine, so that's pretty damn cool. So yeah, I think Yao's cool. I mean, I I don't think there's anything go cool. that's not cool about him. Um, yeah, I'll go cool. Now that I think about it, I'm going cool. Yeah, I mean, he was a cool guy to watch play. Um, he seems another guy who's like super sweet and super, uh, you know, and seems to be enjoying his life. Uh, unfortunately, he had to retire young. Um. But yeah, I would say yeah, is cool. Now the next one, I I think is going to be a firm no. But I but I will wonder if at any point in his career was he cool? Dwight Howard? No, not really. I always kind of get that cheesy like like he's the dude that just makes like fart jokes and you're just like dude nobody stop like you know what I mean and like he literally makes fart jokes and like everybody's just yeah. kind of like okay all right yeah all right yeah Dwight or whatever yeah I never I never got the idea that he was a cool dude. Was he cool like, during kinda... the dunk contest? I always thought those thing? were kind of cheesy too. I didn't really like those. I don't know why. There was something about him. I never. He always seemed like a phony to me. I don't know if I thought it was cool, but I didn't think it was fun. So, and I mean, it was a little. It was like, yeah, it's a little bit fun. I'll give Whatever. him fun. He's a fun dude. I don't know if he's a cool dude. Yeah, though. he's, there, he's a, obviously there's... like became obnoxious. At, you know, at some point, not long after that, and you know, and all the. All this stuff. Is there a way he gets back to cool? Like if they win a title, if he's like, yeah, even then, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I, I've just never, and it's not like I don't, I don't hate the guy. I just don't think he's very cool. Like he's not just a, like I, I judge it on like, hey, would it be really fun to like hang out with you? And I don't really think yeah. it'd be fun to hang out with Dwight Howard. Probably, like probably, like I, I just don't know. Yeah, I know. He and his game style isn't very cool. Like the way he plays, I don't know if that's necessarily cool either. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I would go. Yeah, no. I mean, he has some highlights. He has some fun stuff. He has some blocks and stuff. But younger Dwight, I think, was more fun to watch. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, older Dwight's a better player, but yeah. Uh, here's an interesting one because I know how much you like him, Reggie Miller. Yeah, I like him, but he's not cool. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a little jerk, and he's got his like little teeth, and like there's just a yeah, lot. He, he, he's just yeah. I mean, I like the guy; he he's a great off, player, but I don't think. He, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah, he, and he comes off. He came off kind of like as just um, yeah, just obnoxious and annoying, and he and, might be the antithesis of cool, right? To me. Like he's just not. He, a cool he was player. a great player, and um, yeah, I wish he were better in commentary, but he's not. So. No, yeah, and the com- yeah, the commentary has not helped his cool factor. No, but no, I, I, I would go no, I would go no cool on on, on Reggie Miller and yeah. in in a lot of ways. So Amari Stoudemire, I think this is going to be yeah, yeah. I've always thought he was cool. I, 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 from the moment he entered the league, you know, his high school stuff. I remember being and, and just he's a good guy in real life too. When you really learn about his life story and what he's into and what he does and you know his religion and all that stuff. Yeah, he's a really cool dude. Yeah, wine baths are they cool? 
Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty sweet. I mean, if you could do it, like, yeah, I don't know. Would that feel good? I feel I, like that I, would just feel weird. I don't know. I would not want to do it. Be I'm like, not the one like sticky. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, because then you got to shower after that anyway. So what's the point? And, like, and, you know, I, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Um, hopefully. I don't know. But I guess when you have a gigantic, I, I'm assuming his tub is a little bit larger than mine. So he could, for, for a number of reasons, not only because he's a little taller than me, but I guess maybe they'd be able, but then, yeah, you got to shower again anyway. So what the hell's the point? Like, I don't know. I mean, if you could do it, do it. I, I mean, mean, hey, you know, you know, when in Rome, take a wine bath. Yeah. <laughs> take a, yeah. Um. <laughs> so, uh, Paul Gasol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Paul Gasol definitely yeah. cool. He likes symphony. Yeah, he likes medicine. Like he wants to be a doctor, but he's unfortunately seven feet tall, so he can't be a doctor. Like I, the greatest story ever is that he's like a dude that's like, like in his off season, he'll just go to like hospitals and like walk around and like sit around in surgeries or whatever. And like always said he wanted to be a surgeon, but because he's seven foot, I mean, he can't bend over to literally to do the surgery or whatever. But no, cool dude. I mean, he looks like a muppet, but that's fine. Well, yeah, I mean, some of my best friends are muppets. So, <laughs> how about Mark? Do we think Mark is cool? Is that is that a slight at like your actual friends or like? No, I just was. Okay, I, I wasn't sure if you had say. friends that so, also. Okay. I do not have friends that are actual Muppets. That, that is a lie. That was a, just a tent. Or that like look like I thought your friends are gonna be like, wow, dude, like that's. I, I don't believe that any of my friends look like Muppets. So okay, I don't know. Maybe Rob, but beyond that, I don't think so. <laughs> Does he listen? Uh, probably not. No. Okay. Yeah. So he'll never know. Yeah, so never you could say. Yeah. So, uh, what about Mark? Is is Mark cool? Uh, Mark's pretty cool. Yeah. Mostly because he was a fat kid and then he became not fat. Yeah. And now he's good. Also skilled. <laughs> yeah, he's like fun to watch. Like the, the passing and the and the defense and he, he's and you know and he can make shots. I mean, he, he now he's become more like a focal point too and offensively. So that's yeah, that's fine. Uh, I go with the Gasols are both cool. Uh, Paul Pierce. Eh, nah. Um, good player, good competitor. I never thought of. Him I as cool, I liked though. him a lot. Like, like, um. Whatever reason I, I watched like the playoff series before they lost to the Nets, like, I think it was in O two. Um the year I think they went to the Eastern Conference Finals that year and I really liked him then. Um not really knowing much about the NBA. Um but yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's there's too much of like the you know, like the the old crafty, tricky, annoying Paul Pierce is the one who stuck in my head as opposed to like the, right. the young, you know, more athletic, more exciting. I mean, I thought he was like ever like a huge highlight player, but, you know, he was just he, he wasn't as crafty then, but he was kind of cooler when he wasn't crafty, even though he's like, you know, obviously became a much better player. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think that there that's you go. Perfect. The, the, you know, the, if... how do we feel about the wheelchair thing? Oh God! Yeah, that was the least cool thing ever. Well, I don't know. Like, I feel like I don't know. I feel like the idea that like that was like some like planned thing is kind of silly. Like, I feel like he probably just figured he was really hurt and didn't, didn't want to put any weight on it, and then he ended up being okay. You know, like I don't feel like that. That's not. I won't say that people blamed him. It's not his fault. I don't. Like, somebody like, decided it was going yeah, to put a wheelchair. I don't feel out like, like that's I'm sure. Like some sort of absurd thing. You know. He was like, "Get me the wheelchair, my God!" Right. Like I'm sure somebody gave it. Like somebody had the wheelchair and gave it to him. Like right. that's that's yeah. yeah. So I'll never harp on that, but uh, okay. makes for a good meme, I guess. I'm just, so. Yeah, I'm you know, just curious about your feelings about that. So Chris Bosh. Eh, he's oh. an interesting one. I don't know. He seems like a, a good dude in real life. Yeah. But I don't know if he's cool. Fun player. Yeah, I mean, there was. Yeah, he, I don't think he's there cool. There was a huge point where he was very uncool, uh, you know, like around the beginning of the Miami era. Um, But I think he's kind of circled around and become cool again. Yeah, I think he's yeah, obviously smart and outspoken and compelling in that way. And like, you know. He seems honest. He's he's like the anti KG in terms of like um like you know he just like seems 
he's not like you know brutish and fake and crappy on the court but off the court he just he like talks and he just seems like yeah. really neat and interesting in respect he seems like a cool dude yeah but he doesn't yeah and, and he, his play style i guess his play style i mean he's evolved his play style yeah i, I i'm starting to go maybe i'll go cool all right in between all right. cool fair enough He's done a lot recently to, to to up this because yeah, for a while it wasn't there, and he was like the most uncool, uh, you know, as the third wheel sort of in the Miami series. Yeah. But then he kind of came into his own a lot of ways and 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 evolved his game and became a big part of that. So then he sort of in a lot of ways, and he just seems like a fun dude too, yeah. like a, a guy that'd be fun to hang around with as well. So yeah, I I uh, underrated moment in his career I think is the um, obviously everybody remembers the rebound and then passing it to Ray Allen for the three pointer, but. The uh, at the very end of that game, blocking the um, oh yeah, blocking that three pointer. Um, who was that? Who shot it? A uh, Danny Green. Danny Green. Yeah. It, just 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 swatting it out. Of, you know, just completely like annihilating it. It was just like a really, really cool moment. So, uh, and next, speaking of uh, Ray Allen. Uh yeah, I always think Ray Allen's been pretty cool. Yeah, Jesus Shellsworth. You know. Yeah, I mean, it was in He Got Game. I mean, come yeah, on. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to, yeah. I have yeah, I've, a star of He I Got Game. I have not seen He Got Game since it was, like, in theaters. Uh, or not quite in theaters, but, like, on video, like, within a year or two after it came out. Oh, okay. Uh, is it any good? Um, Like, it, it, it's it got a nostalgic basketball thing to me that I always like. I, I don't know if it's very good. It has Travis Best in it, so that's pretty cool. Oh, well, that's... So. that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You might appreciate it even more now, but no, I I've seen it recently. It, it's it's okay. A lot of people are gonna grill me for this, but you can admit it's it's not that great. There aren't really but... there there is not really basketball movies other than documentaries, of course. Like basketball, like fictional movies, like it's not really a very good um, track record. I mean, I know there's Hoosiers, but even Hoosiers is. I mean, there's good stuff about it, but uh, it's pretty hackneyed. Um, and... Have you ever seen the the? Uh, it's I'm not sure. I think it was an HBO one, but it, it definitely was. Rep- you know, sent out on DVD because I definitely have it. It's, it's Rebound. It's all about Earl Manigault. I have not seen that one. Oh, go see that. Okay. Go, go. It, it's called Rebound. Uh, it, Don Cheadle is the star. He's Earl Manigault in it. And it, it's it's really, really good. It's one of my favorite basketball movies ever because it, it, it's, yeah, you, you can look at it. You'll see uh, the cover is, it should be like kind of a, 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 it's not a, the, a big it's, spotlight. It's not the one with Martin Lawrence, I assume. Coach no, coach no, the no. girls basketball team. Okay. Here oh we God. Go. <laughs> oh God. No, no. It's 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 not that, and it's not Joanna Man, and it's not uh, Forgot Paris, which was the most disappointing movie of my entire life. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. I. Because I, th- I thought. Did I ever tell that story about Forgot Paris? I think I did on this podcast, but I don't know. No, I don't believe so. Okay, well, because in the highlights of it, and, and on SportsCenter, they talked about it, because, like, Forgot Paris, which is that Billy Crystal movie or whatever. Forget, forget he's Paris. He's a basketball rep or whatever. Yes, right. Or Forget Paris. That's it. Yes. Right, right, right. Duh. Um. He's like a basketball ref or whatever, and like you watch a few of the clips and the highlights and the preview or whatever, and they show him like interacting with like Patrick Ewing and stuff, and he's he's all they show is basketball clips, and I'm like, cool, this is like a basketball movie or whatever. Then I watch it, there's no. like ten minutes of basketball, right? And he's just like a love story, and I'm like, this is because yeah. I'm like eleven or whatever. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> like, like I wanted like Patrick Ewing to be, I wanted Space Jam, and I got you know forgot Paris. Yeah. Okay. What are your feelings in Space Jam? Um, at the time, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, well, you were a kid. I was like, I was like ten. But, yeah, um, it's not. It's a pretty shitty. Movie. It's a, it's, it's an awful, It's a terrible movie. It's uh, like even now, if I had like a kid, I think I would kind of steer them because I don't want to watch there's it. There's a lot not, of Looney Tunes good. stuff I would put before that. I mean, I, I get like a certain like if you grew up on it and you have a certain nostalgia for it. Okay, cool, but it has not. Aged don't well. try to tell me it's good. That's you know that's the only. You're wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it is not. It it is not aged gracefully at all. It it's very '90s in a lot of ways, and it's it's. Not in a good way at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a big, I'm not a big uh, 2015 Space Jam fan, but ten yeah. year old me loved there it and go. all the merchandise that came with it. Yeah. So, uh, Dennis Rodman. 
<sighs> you know, it, at the time when I was growing up, I thought he was cool, but kind of looking back, he's really just not. I, I like there's a part of the brashness. I think there's probably a, there's probably a segment of people that think that is really cool, but I, I'm the opposite of that. I'm a very like on time person. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very truthful. I don't lie. I, I you know, I don't do drugs or whatever. So way to go. To me, that's way not cool. Dark. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care if my friends do all my friends. I, I don't care. I just don't do it personally. I mean, I, I, I have my fair share of alcohol though. So I guess I'm not total narc, but um, yeah, a, a part of, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Kind of know. It's sort of lame now when you look back at it. Uh, at the time, I thought it was kind of funny and interesting, but now it's sort of annoying and lame. And I can get how a lot of people, like Phil Jackson, probably just I, I I could get that guy's frustration of dealing with that every day. But yeah, I never thought. I mean, that to me, his personality isn't cool. That's not what I consider a cool person. But yeah. I could see, I could see. I mean, he's very polarizing. I could see a ton of people going, "No, he absolutely is cool." So I, I'll give you that. If, if if you voted yes, I would not argue at all. Uh, so. Yeah, I would say seventy percent of Dennis Rodman personality wise would be cool. Like it would be, it would be like just enough where it would be like like a good psychological edge and you know creative and brash and funny and all that. But there's like the thirty percent like that like went like just crazy and just like uh, you know um, that that wasn't fun. Um, but you know he did have a lot of you know he, rebounding defense are cool. Um, part of two of the you know the the great memorable teams of his time. So he does have points, but I would kind of agree that it just the, the 30% or whatever is, it makes him not cool. Plus he's, Agreed. he's, he's pals with, with, uh, with the, um, Kim Jong Un. So that's not cool. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think he, he, I think at some point, uh, he stopped, he said like, yeah, that was kind of creepy and weird. And like, I don't think I'm going to do yeah. that anymore, but yeah. I don't know if that's true. I thought when he came back like that second time, he was like, yeah, I don't want to go back anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. Because I think somebody was just like, uh, Dennis, like, I don't know if this is really the hill you want to die on, but yeah, it's okay. That's okay. That's all right, Dennis. I don't care. We, we, we you know, the, uh, the interview made us forget all about that. So, all right. Did you, did you, have you seen that? Uh, no, I have not. Uh, it's not good. I, that's, that was my guess. I, I mean, I'm sure you can assume that it wasn't going to be good, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not very good. Yeah. It, it's, it's not even that funny. I, I like chuckled like three times maybe. Yeah. So. But you did it for America. So. Exactly. Yes, there I did my patriotic right by completely making fun of Asians and the leader at a world, Yay. and then Yay. deciding that it's it's lame that other countries don't like that, you know. Right. And then I, I always have to tell because those people, I'm like, imagine, imagine if you saw like a like there's there's a lot of ways that there's a lot of comparables. I won't mention them on here, but there's a lot of comparables to to what they did in that movie to, to him that if they did do it like, you know, a Barack Obama, there'd be a, a pretty big subset of people that would think that that's uh, not good. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Very racial. We, that we, movie. We, yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Like there's a lot of things that they could do that. If, if that came out, people would go, Oh God, what the hell North Korea? And then like at the same time, they're like, Oh, come on North Korea. Have a, have a sense of humor. Like, you know? Yeah. It's, you know, uh, getting heady here. Getting too anyway. Heady. Yeah. You're, you know, you're throwing some, getting some weighty issues here. So, uh, <laughs> So speaking of uh, speaking of weighty issues, Jerry West. <sighs> I don't know. He's a logo. No, no. I mean, he is the logo. That's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Yeah. I guess when you're the logo, yeah. No, you're the logo. You got to be pretty cool. I then, mean, right? yeah. Um, or it's not or cool. Is, like, why would they pick up? Logo? Or is yeah. it? You know? Or is being the logo not make you not cool because you're you're the commodity now? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, that's an interesting debate. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, he was Mr. Clutch, but then again, didn't really win many big games. I mean, you know, in the finals, you know, only had one champion, only one championship, which is, you know, kind of a silly thing to say, but you know what I mean. Um, 
I'm gonna go with yeah, no. I'm gonna go with yes, but it's it's a it's a cautious yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a no. So we'll right. we'll, we'll maybe we'll meet yes, halfway. Sir. I think we so. should do one more. Um, I, together, John Stockton and Carl Malone. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with yes for Stockton, but no for Malone. Only because <laughs> I mean Malone bailed to L.A., which I don't like hold against him. But I oh I think, yeah, I, I, I just think he can't. He I just think he can't be cool because of that. Um, that yeah, was pretty not cool. Um, Stockton was he wrestled WCW and drove trucks. So that's yeah, cool. well, there's there's that. Um, Stockton, um, he was a dirty player, but maybe that actually kind of helps him. So yeah, I think that helps. Yeah, the the the, the elbows like in the spine or whatever, and like you know go, going through screens with his elbows out or whatever. That's pretty cool, right? So because he wasn't like a total total jerk about it, he was very subtle about his his, his jerk dumb, which is is good. That that to me is cool. Yeah. So I will uh, I will agree with you there. So I think that's that will be all for uh, for this segment. Um, and we will be back in a few minutes talking about the coolest player on every team. We beat to rap what key beat to lock, but I'm cool like that. 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 I'm cool. Queen be the chocolate tats in my raps. She innovates at the sweet of cat naps. All right, and we're back here uh, talking about the coolest player on every team, and we start with my Atlanta Hawks. Yes, I'm. I'm very interested to see here. Leading. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna rifle through these pretty quick here, yes. but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in this. It's very hard to do. Yeah, I, I'm gonna leading the East right now, and I might be surprised, but I'm gonna go with Dennis Schroeder. Oh, he's a good pick. He was my number two. He was my number two. I went Al Horford. Okay, but but Schroeder was was my number two. I that he was so I, I had his name and I thought about it and I thought about it and I said no, nah, I don't know. I, you know, I'm gonna go with Al Horford, but. Great pick on Schroeder. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know. He's got the little little pink or the the, the pink the, the blonde in his hair. Perfect. Right. Just. Absolutely. So uh, you know, great great point guard, fun to watch. He's there. Kyle Korver would be my other choice, but I think I think it's got to be Schroeder. So yeah. Uh. So who is your choice? Yeah, me. Boston Celtics. Ooh, this was a uh, dumpster fire. Trying to figure out something cool. Of here. course, you, I went Gerald Wallace. I don't even think Gerald Wallace is that cool, but I could not find anybody else that's cool. And I'm watching the Celtics right now as we speak, trying to get inspiration on who's cool. Nobody. I, Kelly Olenek might be my number two, and that's just not good. Yeah, I mean, maybe Mark it's like Evan Turner and like Evan, Sol- like Jared Sullinger. Like yeah. these guys are not cool well, at all. Like Brandon Bass. Like come on. Like I picked Jared Sullinger because I think he's like twenty five pounds away from being like fat cool. So <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. Um, I, and maybe Marcus Smart like might become cool, but I don't think he's. I don't know enough about yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, he's like a, a really tenacious defensive bulldog. He's kind of been fun, you know, doing doing some of that. That's that's really. I haven't seen him a lot either. So, um, so I'm going to go with Sollinger's my default, but yeah, I, yeah, um, this is not a good team. This is a hard no. pick here. Uh, speaking of hard picks, uh, Brooklyn Nets, oh. I, uh, you know, like I, I, I went with Brooke Lopez just because like, he's kind of like, he's a comic book dork and I think he, it's, he's endearing enough to kind of be cool. I also feel a little yeah. sad for him because of all the, uh, injuries he's gone through. He's probably going to get traded. So that was my choice, but, um, you know, uh, it was very hard because the Nets are not yeah, a this, cool team. This is not a good one. I went Toledovich because uh, he seems kind of cool and he shoots threes and he's got a you know funny little name. So that's it. I mean, this this Brooklyn was that was I that was my last team that I figured out because I was just like whatever, dude. Yeah, Toledovich. Like like Brook Lopez. Like he said, he's like a comic book nerd and that's kind of cool. But like he just seems. I mean that that the team is bad. There, there's no, there's very uncool. They're, the Brooklyn. They're, they're so. not cool. Uh, so next, um. 
I went with, or yeah, or no, your turn to go first. Sorry. Oh, this is me. Okay, Charlotte Hornets. I went with Kemba Walker. I went with Kemba as well. I mean, you know, the the game winners. He's he's a fun yep. point guard. Charlotte is not necessarily that cool of a team either. You know, let, let's face it. Um, unless you're really big Gerald. I guess Al. I guess Al Jefferson's kind of cool. Yeah, I, he was my number two. Was Al? Yeah. Um, and eh, not really so much uh, other than that. But uh, no. <laughs> might Vonley's only played uh, 53 minutes, so it's really it's he, he might be a cool guy down the line, but right now not so much. So uh chicago bulls uh th- this was kind of a tough one but i went with jimmy butler yep that's a good pick that was my pick as well yeah um uh, i mean dude loves country i don't like country music but he does and i think that's hilarious and that's fun and he's like you've ever seen the instagrams of him like he goes to like the lamest concerts ever and it's so lame it's cool like like it's like him and like come on like jimmy butler probably stands out at like a florida georgia line like wrigley field concert <laughs> like, like not only is he taller than everybody else but you know the, the demographics are a little bit but it's so funny because he wears like a big cowboy hat and like it's just so lame that it's cool like and and he's just got a cool story too i mean the the, the story of you know him getting kicked out of his house by his mother and sort of that was his inspiration in the rest of his life and and just what he's made of himself too yeah absolutely Easy choice for me is, is the coolest guy. And and yeah. and if anybody picks Derrick Rose, they're out of their mind because that is the least cool guy probably in the NBA. He's he's a very, yeah. very boring guy, Derrick Rose. Yeah. I mean I like Derrick Rose, but yes, uh, he is he doesn't seem I Powell would be very close as well, but I but I went with Jimmy Butler. He kinda has the yeah. more cachet right now, even though yeah. Gasol's having a bounce back season. So yeah. um Cleveland Cavaliers oh, or, or, or yeah, you go ahead. This is me. This is me, right? Yeah, my, my bad. Or do we miss no do we no, do we mix up? Where are we good? We're we're good. I I messed up. Okay, no, you're good. Uh, I want Anderson Verge out here. Yeah. Only because I rode an elevator with him recently. And oh, it was pretty cool. There you go. He he does seem like. Um, yeah, I um that's a good one. I actually went with Shumpert. Ah, uh, he was my number two. Yep. Yeah. You Shumpert's know, dude. He's from my home. Um, he's from the town that I live in right now. So yeah. Yeah, and he'll I think he'll, you know, um you know, it'll be interesting to see how he fits in with the Cavs, but he's been a fun guy and the Cavs are kind of you know they're not really they haven't really been a fun bunch this year so um so it, it's it hasn't really been fun to to watch them so it'll uh Shumper adding to their coolness will uh you know maybe that'll maybe that'll be the chemistry thing a high top fade I mean the high top fades yeah, Unbelievable. That, yeah. That, that's all I really need so uh next I um we already talked about Dirk so I actually went with Monte Ellis I, I won't have Dirk, it all but you went with Dirk yep. yeah what do you think of Monta? He's he's a, he's a like cool too. guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very he's cool. fearless. Yeah, absolutely, you know? yeah. a great pick. Yeah. And he and he's sort of rede- redeemed himself. I'm using air quotes because I mean he's actually not that different than he was, but he's just on a good team. I mean, he's playing a little bit differently. He's kind of you know put in better situations, but he's not really like exceptionally better. It just he like sort of you know for whatever reason fits better, so it works out pretty well. All right, I had the Denver Nuggets. I went with Daniel Gallinari. All right. All right. I mean, that's a respectable choice. Um, I feel like, the, you know, he was kind of he was the cool guy a few years ago and the injuries. He's, he's lost coolness. Yeah. A, it, the coolness bit, is yeah. going down a little bit. But. Yeah. Um, but he's on Reddit. He knows what Reddit is. And that's pretty cool. There you go. I went with, with uh, Yusuf Nurkic, which I, it might be a little bit early Ooh. to do that. <laughs> yeah, but okay. I mean, he's just been, you know. Like he's like staring down. Um, yeah, anyone in their dozens. like third game. Yeah. yeah, anyone in their like their third like good game they've ever had. And they're already like <laughs> right. talking shit to Demarcus Cousins is is pretty sweet. So yeah, yeah. Now if if Mozgov hadn't gotten traded, he might have been a guy. And actually, he might be a guy for Cleveland. I had uh, yeah, I, I hadn't thought about that, but um, I think I did before the trade happened. But um, regardless, uh, yeah, I, I would go. With, I would go with Nurkic. Um, and next to the Detroit Pistons, I am going to go with Andre Drummond. 
Uh, I want Andre Drummond as well. Yep. Yeah, he likes Carly and and yeah is a bad kisser, but that's all right. Right, he's and he's still cool. He's, he's great at dunking and blocking shots and being cool and athletic, and he still has enough of like that where like the the other limited stuff doesn't matter yet. I mean, he's not getting like critiqued and like, oh, why why aren't you better? Why isn't your team better yet? Yeah, that might come in a couple years, but right now yeah. he's still like he's still raw and exciting enough that you know he's cool. So agreed. Uh, Golden State Warriors. I went Andre Iguodala. Oh, okay. Uh, you know that's I mean, certainly not a bad choice. He's always he's kind of like the do everything utility guy. Yeah. But um, I went with um Stephen Curry. Okay, I that's mean, a good he's choice just too. like I mean he he's just just an insane crazy weapon and like he's still like I don't feel like he's been shoved down our throats yet like some of like the other big you know like you know like right. LeBron was when he was getting hyped and you know I mean he's still he's not like, not like he's underground exactly but he's just he's still like. He's not quite yet broken through yet. Steph he still Curry. seems doubted. Like there's still doubts that that's yeah. going to be the best guy on a team that's yeah. going to win a like, title. Once they, once they, if they make a finals or win a title, then it, you know, it'll probably get to the point where like that hype is, you know, it, it exceeds and he stops being cool. He starts being, you know, popular. But right now, I still think he's on the cool side of it. Agreed, okay. definitely. Uh, so for uh, Houston, um, I went. This was a kind of a tough one, but I went with Donatus Montiunis. Donuts. Nice. Uh, part of it's the nickname because it's a pretty great nickname. Um, Donuts. You know, you, you, it's hard to beat that. Houston also has kind of like mostly un- unlikable players. Um, I mean, Harden's kind of restored a little bit because um, he's playing so well this year. His um, his defense is better, and his he's kind of being a little bit less of just like you know taking the ball and trying to draw the contact. He's actually like you know passing a little better. Yeah, right. Or it right. seems like it anyway. So. Um, so he's a good choice too. Um, Patrick Beverly is kind of feisty, but he's also like he, he's dirty to the point where he's hurt. He's injured somebody severely. So yeah, I, I put him as my coolest. But yeah, as I, I the more I was sort of thinking about it, it, it was like I don't know if he is because he's he's very and, and it, a lot of his point is I, I actually know because um, he's from the area as well, and I, I kind of know of his backstory or whatever a little bit. And it's a, it's a very interesting backstory. Like at the high school he went to, um, he he didn't start on his high school team because they had a bunch of like baseball players at this particular high school and they wanted to give them like you know cardio for to like get them ready for the baseball season or whatever like Patrick Beverly had to like transfer out of his high school because he wasn't starting and went up to have like you know obviously a a pretty good career and a a little bit better of a basketball career than those pitchers at the high school that he was at so kind of funny because he was he's from the suburbs and he had to move out to the city to like get respect as like a guy who should probably play like actually play like significant minutes on a basketball oh, team. So that's, it's, it's I heard, that's a good story. story yeah. So, yeah. It, it, it's very interesting. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if that's part of like the narrative of him, but I know a buddy who went to school with him and that's like, he had to leave. Cause he was just like, this is ridiculous. Like he's like, I'm pretty, and like, he was good. It wasn't like he wasn't good. Like he was really, really good, but it was like, well, we need like X needs to like play because he's a great pitcher. And it's like, that doesn't make any sense at all, but okay. Like, you know, high school sports or yeah. Indiana Pacers. Indiana Pacers. I went Paul. Go ahead. I went Paul George. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I didn't consider George because he's hurt this year. I guess I didn't think about that um, since he... Yeah, are active roster guys, like, do they have to be, like... I, I mean, Paul George is fine. I didn't... I For whatever reason, he just... I didn't think of him. Um, I, I would go David West number two, then. Yeah, if, if... I, I went with Hibbert. Um, I still think the Parks and Rec stuff, I think... Yeah, uh, that's, that's being, being, you know, kind of funny and, you know, and... Um, Charming on that is enough. There aren't a lot of good Indiana Pacer choices, to be frank, but... Um, so, yeah, that's who I went with. And uh, for Clippers, uh, I went with um, I went with DeAndre Jordan. Nice, that's a good one. I went JJ Redick, which is a very odd that, one. But, that is but a lot. He played for Duke. Redick's that's cool. Tough. Yeah, I mean he he made himself yeah, the cool. Duke's... 
because he made himself actually a good player, uh, like a well-rounded player. So, so there is that. But even at Duke, he was like a phenomenon at, at Duke or whatever. Like that, I always because I never really, I've never been a guy who's really like hated Duke. But there, there's aspects of Duke that I definitely dislike. I don't know if he ever was. I mean, he was just he he was something different at Duke than than most of the other kind of what I would consider Duke players. But yeah, he he's an interesting one. He's made himself a good player too. He's transformed himself to to be a really really good all-around player. So yeah, I respect I respect your choice. I don't agree with it, but I respect it. <laughs> I went with LA Lakers here. I went with Steve Nash. Again, a guy not on the active roster, but a guy we talked about again. I, I, I There's not a lot of guys that I like on this current uh, Lakers team. Maybe Wesley Johnson would be number two or whatever, but he's not really very cool. Like uh, That's a tough one. Um, I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to go with Swaggy P and I, I you know, there, no, I think he's the, I, I do opposite. it with some trepidation, but I still feel like, I feel, feel like Swaggy P is still like on the fun side of the weirdness rather than like the, obnoxious i mean it, it is obnoxious to a certain extent but it's uh he he does it in a in an endearing way enough that um the the part of it that i don't like um is overwhelmed by the part of it that i do like okay but um but i could see i could definitely understand why that would be flipped for somebody else certainly all right so uh memphis grizzlies i went with uh mike conley I want uh, Zach Randolph. Okay. But Mike Conley is a very good one. Mike Conley was my number two pick. I, Zach Randolph just just seems like a cool dude. He's just a big, fat, <laughs> strong man that just just reinvented his career in a lot of ways and 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 really embraced his role in Memphis and embraced being you know a Memphis Grizzly, which is is unheard of. Like a guy being a franchise player in the Grizzlies and accepting it, and that guy being Zach Randolph. It's just like if I had told you in 2002, like, hey, by the way, in the next like in 10 years from now. Uh, you know, Zach Randolph is going to be, you know, a legend uh, in Memphis Grizzlies history and lead them, you know, a Western Conference Finals. You would probably have me, you know, put in, in jail possibly, but it happened. It 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 did. And I think that's kind of cool. It, it did happen. And yeah, I mean, Conley, not you know, to that degree, but like, I mean, he was like, um, you know, kind of one of their first homegrown type players, type star yeah. players, you know, and uh, and it looked like he was going to kind of struggle and then he turned around and, and it was pretty great. Also an Ohio State guy. So, you know, I got to give him some props there. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. I am. Um, I'm going to go with that. So who, All right, Miami Heat. Yes. I went with Luol Deng. Luol Deng. That is a uh, that's a good choice. Uh, I uh, I went with Chris Bosh. But. Nice. I mean, okay. Dang, yeah, that works. Dang's good too. You know, and obviously, you know, you being a Bulls guy, I, I can see you having some uh, things about that. We already talk, kind of talked about why I like Bosch, so we don't need to go through that again. But yeah, I would, uh, I would go with Bosch. So, um, let's see the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. I now, like, I think I know the choice that it should be, but I went with Zaza Pachulia instead. Uh, as a uh, as Atlanta Hawks fan and Zaza, I, I, I think I can defend Zaza just being as like a really um cool personable interesting guy um i actually met him uh once and oh, cool. he was really nice and uh and very gracious i got a photo with him and um so uh and plus zaza's just like he's so like fearsome looking but he's also like you know it's like this really uh the cream puffy dude yeah, yeah he seems like a... he, he's nice and fun and has a good personality he's he's uh you know good on twitter and good um social media stuff so he's inter- he seems like an interesting guy and a long guy i think he speaks six languages oh wow so, that's pretty cool. I went with uh, the Greek freak. Yeah, I went with Giannis, and, and that's gonna be an easy pick for a lot of people. And 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 just, I mean, the, the whole aspect of his rookie year, and 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 you know, I I was sort of the ones that was kind of saying, hey, you know, let's slow down. The guy's not, you know, 
a real good player yet. He's kind of fun and interesting. Now he's turned into a really good player as well. But the stuff from his rookie year of just you know, like you know walking to the arena and all that stuff, it's like it's so cool. Like he's just the guy. He's like wide eyed. He's like trying smoothies for the first time. Like there's just so much to love about him. It's he's my guy. I love. Yeah, him. he's great. I nor under any other circumstances, I would have picked him. But but yeah, uh, but yeah, you got to be tried. And Zaza's cool, dude. Yeah, got to be a little different. Yeah, too, exactly. So. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. This was kind of a tough one for me as well, but I went with Ricky Rubio. Okay, yeah. I mean, um, I, I, I could definitely see he was number two for me. Number one was was Andrew Wiggins. I mean, I just think he's um, he's really exciting, you know, young and fresh, and I think he's going to be really good. I, I, I know, like, it, you know, he had some early struggles in particular, and you know, rookies always kind of have, especially with as young as he has been, and with the you know the role he's been forced to have but i think he's uh he's an exciting uh fun player and i i hope the um you know i hope for good things for uh for him and for them coming soon yeah and uh for the pelicans pretty easy one anthony davis yeah, I just to be different, and I was going to pick Anthony Davis, and I thought, eh, everyone's going to pick Anthony Davis. I went with Drew Holiday, but yeah, Anthony Davis is probably the, the good pick. Drew Holiday Drew is a fun guy to watch. I mean, he's, he's yeah. really a real fun guy defensively. Um, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know how great of a player he is, but he's definitely like enjoyable to watch. Yeah, anybody that's embraced the fact that they have a unibrow is 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 got to be cool, right? Yeah, I mean, well, I yeah, I mean, I, we, people don't need to tell us how exciting people don't need us to tell them how exciting Anthony Davis is. I mean, he's yes. just Anthony Davis is fun to watch, by the way, in case yeah. you were curious. So. And he and really good. So yes, that is uh, something. So <laughs> New York Nick, who is yeah, New York Knicks. I want Amari Stoudemire. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I, I uh, it's not a good. <laughs> yeah, Am- Amari is is my choices though. I like Pergioni a little bit, but yeah, but not that much. Uh, Calderon's kind of no, not enough. Calderon's fun too, but yeah, I would. Calderon's my number two. Def- Calderon's my, my 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 second choice, but yeah, that that's not a very cool team right now. No, it is not a, a very very cool team right now. Yeah, I I'm going with Amari as well. Amari is uh, you know, we mentioned Amari already, but yeah, he's a he's a cool one. So I uh, I like him. So. Uh, my, uh, my favorite thunder or my choice for, I guess, coolest thunder. I I'm going with Russell Westbrook. Um, yep, I went there as well. Yeah. I mean, just like, uh, the ferocity, <laughs> just like the intensity that he just plays like every single possession and just like, he just, you know, is like, yeah. I mean, I mean the ferocity of it, I just think he's, oh just, yeah. Yeah. He's crazy and he's, he's fun. Not always good, but he's crazy and fun. And, uh, that's what being cool is all about or, yep. Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely. All right, Orlando Magic. I had a little trouble with this. I went with Victor Aladipo, though. Okay, yeah. Um, I went with Alfred Payton. Um, he, he, yeah, Elf is a pretty fun. Yeah, dude. he's fun. Um, you know, he he's got he's got the cool hair. So um, you got that memorable. You know, um, I think he'll kind of be a marketable guy. Um, Oladipo's. I mean, I mean, the Magic have been kind of bland for a while. Um, so it'll be kind of fun. You know, they're, they're starting to kind of play a little better and there's been like yeah. a Zach Lowe piece and how they're kind of starting to get it like a more of a run and gun identity. So, you know, if they can kind of find identity and get interesting, that'll, that'll be exciting. But I think Peyton would definitely be a guy who could leave that. He can't shoot, but eh, you know, nobody's perfect. <laughs> who can come on. Yeah. Shooting's, shooting's overrated. Anyway. There you go. So for the, uh, for the 76ers, I went with uh, KJ McDaniels. Okay, so now I had a little issue here because this guy had, hasn't played a minute for them. So I'm not sure if I'm allowed to do it, but I want Joel Embiid. 
Well, you know, okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, you know, once he comes in, I mean, he, I think the idea of him is really cool. And he's, yeah, you know, he's been a great Twitter. Follower. Yeah. He's been a great character on Twitter. So yeah, I, I can, I can support that. I mean, I just think that, um, McDaniels, I mean, he's just, uh, you know, kind of a force of nature, just, um, you know, uh, being six, six, but just being a tremendous shot blocker and, um, like the Sixers, despite how bad they've been are actually pretty fun team to watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they don't obviously like they're terrible offensively, but they play good defense. They're in, you know, they're in quite a few games. Um, you know, I've seen, you know, a number of them down the stretch and, you know, they've it's always been interesting, at least. So I, I and, and KJ McDaniels has been, you know, a nice surprise. So I would pick him. But Embiid, I, I, I think it's a reasonable choice. Yeah. All right. Phoenix Suns. I went with Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, I um, I actually went with Gerald. Was my two. I went with Gerald Green. Ah, Joe Green, yes. Yeah, you know, I mean, the man, you know, blew blew a cup, blew a uh, uh, blew out a candle in a cupcake in a slam dunk contest. So, <laughs> right. so uh, that's that was so sweet. Yes. So, um, and he only has four fingers. He's got like the deformed finger. Yeah. And now they're selling foam fingers of a deformed one, right. which is great. Yeah. Too. And and just the fact that, like, I mean, that's a guy who 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 you talk about a guy who reinvented himself and really just became a. a, a you know, he was a gimmick. He was, I mean, absolutely was just a gimmick when he first came in the league, was not really talented at anything besides being a real good dunker. Disappeared forever. Like, you would just assume he was he was gone and never to return, and all of a sudden exploded back on the scene and has had a really good career now, his second career, and he's still super young, and that's why it's interesting that he went away for so long, you know, and and, and still came back and was able to reinvent himself and have a second career. But, yeah, no, I, I love Gerald Green. Yeah, he was out of the league for, uh, for two years, too. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, it's uh, good for him. Um... And uh, for the um, uh, who's your favorite trailblazer? I want Damian Lillard. Okay, yeah, or coolest trail, obviously coolest. Um, or coolest, yeah. I want Damian yeah. Lillard. Um, I would agree. Yeah, it's got to be Damian Lillard. I mean, he's going to get dangerous though because he's starting to get endorsements now and he's starting to be a marketable star. Yeah. So he he could get dangerous, but I think he's got an he's got a, a, a something about him where I don't necessarily see him going too over the top with it yeah. or, or being too much of a cheese ball about it. You know, they actually they I if you were going to name the coolest starting five, um, I might go with the Blazers because I think yeah, oh much yeah, all you got a them, Robin you know, Lopez in there. Aldridge, West Matthews, even Batum, even though Batum's kind of fallen yeah. off a little bit. I think those that's like the, your your cool unsung, you know. Um, yeah, in those jerseys too, in that arena, yeah. playing for that franchise. Yeah, everything about it's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for the uh, Sacramento Kings, you got to go with Boogie. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, I was going to do it. But again, I to be different sure. or to be, you know, I went with Ben McLemore because – the stuff he did at the the uh, the dunk contest last year, I, I really enjoyed. But it, it, it's Demarcus Cousins. But I, I wanted to be different because I assumed everybody in the in their mother was going to pick Demarcus Cousins. But it, it, it's Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, but I, I just as a secondary vote, I'll go Ben McLemore. But it, it's Demarcus Cousins. Okay. Yes. All right. San, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, or uh, uh, you you can go. Okay, this is me. All right, San Antonio Spurs. I went with Tim Duncan, of course. I mentioned I, I I alluded to that earlier. You made me spoil my big surprise. But yeah, I went Tim Duncan. So boring. He's cool. So. I'm going with Kawhi because I think yeah, Kawhi's, cool like, Kawhi's like the guy who like has the most like of anyone there. Like he obviously is the most like ahead of him and has the most potential to turn into something, you know, more than what he is. So I think that's and, you know, he's just like he's stoic. He's almost to the point of being like emotionless sometimes, but he's just right. He, I think he's going to murder somebody at some point, too. <laughs> right. I mean, he's just he. he so I uh, I think Kawhi is 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 the coolest. Yeah. So Go on. Um, 
So for the Raptors, um, I I'm gonna have to go with Lou Williams. Lou Williams is a good pick. I went Kyle Lowry. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Lou Williams is it was was on my short list as well. He's a cool dude. Yeah, but Lowry seems like a good guy as well. They they have a really good roster. They have a they have a roster of guys that I feel like would be fun to hang out with. Like like that was the hardest choice for me because I was like, oh, these guys, a lot of these guys are really cool. Like, I'd love to hang out with like half these dudes. So yeah, um, I, I yeah, uh, Lou Williams has some. Uh, he. Uh, went to high school when I was living in Georgia, so he went to the like one of the schools that were there. Oh so yeah, I uh, have a. I mean, I, I just we followed him. Obviously, I worked for the paper, so. Um, but uh, but yeah, I would go with the Williams. All right, Utah Jazz. This I had a lot of trouble with because it was like, is Derek Favors cool? I don't I don't know. So I was Gordon Hayward, unfortunately, but I don't think Gordon Hayward's cool. I I, I if you could tell me your coolest Jazz, I, I'd love to hear it. I I couldn't come up with one. Uh, I guess Trey Burke. Yeah, they are, that's you're the you play for the Jazz. I don't know. It's yeah, it's hard. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, Trey Burke was cool in college. He's not that. He's yeah. not really. He hasn't been that good in the NBA yet. He's from Columbus, so you know, go, go Trey. But okay. Um, yeah, I I can't say much about Trey Burke, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, so the coolest wizard, I am going with Andre Miller. Okay, I want Marcin Gortat. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, yes, I, I think Gortat's... John Wall would be a good choice, too, obviously. John Wall, they have a lot of yeah, cool dudes, yeah. I mean, even Beal, although Beal's kind of, like, I haven't heard much about Beal this year, I feel like. I know he was hurt for the beginning of the year, but um, Nene's a cool guy yeah. as well. Uh, yeah, they have a lot of cool guys. Nene was one yeah. that I, I was thinking of, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Andre Miller was a guy I thought of as well. And they have Pierce and Humphreys as well. It, yeah, exactly. Not, yeah. not so, so much cool guys, but, um, <laughs> but yes, they... Uh, yeah, I mean Andre Miller, I think just like he, he just has the old man game, of course, and yeah, um, and is uh, you know doesn't really jump, not doesn't look like he's in shape, but somehow is still like a really fun uh, right. A, a dude you know in like twenty years is still gonna be like lighting up like Sunday morning leagues at like his local YMCA, like just just I mean he won't be doing much, but he'll just be yelling at everybody and telling them what to do and like being a real crotchety guy, you know, complaining about fouls and you know right. Perfect stuff. Perfect. Basically, probably what he does right now is what he probably still does. <laughs> he wakes up on the weekends, and that's probably what he does in the NBA. Is just you know yells at everybody and, and complains about fouls. But yeah. yeah, so he's fun to watch. I like him. He's he's had a lot of good hairstyles over the years too. So yeah, um, indeed. Yep. So and then uh, Gortat's just a silly, silly. Yeah, dude. Gortat's really fun. I like him a lot too. Yeah, he. I mean, so yeah, this is a good team for personalities and like, but personalities in a good way. Unlike the old um, wizards who were you know who were. Interesting, yeah. interesting personalities, but not for personalities as in shooting, <laughs> waving well, guns at one. Even so, yeah. yeah, even after that, with the um, you know the Andre Blatch and the you know um, oh, and, yeah. and 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 uh, who and, and even Nick Young to an extent, yeah. So the maturity level wasn't so much there, but anyway. So no. uh, good for the Wizards fans. So um, and they're good too. Yeah. East is fun. I'm I'm excited about. You know, it's not beating my bulls so much. Yeah. Well, you know that's. Uh, <laughs> That's how we go. That is the team that I am very worried the about. They, it's uh, going to be interesting, yeah. And it's going to it's a, it's a it's a total crapshoot. Yeah. I mean, any of the, there's like five teams that could easily win the. I love that. Yeah. I think that's awesome. The Hawks are like four games ahead in the East right now, too. Yeah, I, and I, and even though by the time this comes out, people aren't going to listen tomorrow. I uh, my friend asked me. He said, you know, my friend's got bull season tickets. He said, hey, you know, here's a list of games. Which one do you want to go to? And and you will be very happy by this. I said, you know what. I want to go see the Atlanta Hawks. Nice. I am, I'm fully on the Hawks wagon. There you so go. The, I can't wait. The to Hawks go, yeah. are up 25 with six minutes left in Toronto. Um, Jeez. So it looks like uh, it's going to be 32 and eight. God. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know how. It's I, unbelievable I, like, how good they are. I don't even. Like something just happened. Were they? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I knew they would be they would be pretty good. I mean, I, if if they if they had health and Boonhold, I mean, I just kind of feel like it was going to come together. But obviously, nothing like this. You know, I figured yeah, they'd not like, like they I figured they'd be like twenty five and thirteen. Be... You know, or something like right, that. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty exciting. I mean, you know, I I mean, I think sixty wins is in play. You know, um, which would be the best. Oh yeah, other ever. Than, yeah, if, if they don't have a monumental collapse. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, um, right. So. Yeah, good times. So, absolutely. So that's that's cool. All right, that is cool. I agree. It's cool that the that's, Hawks yeah. are so good. Yeah, yeah. So, it's cool <laughs> that the East is wide open. So, um, although if the Hawks keep winning, maybe not so wide open. But anyway, uh, when, when it comes to the playoffs, yeah, you know the 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 Bulls and Wizards are, I think, are tough for the uh, the Hawks, and I think the Cavs, even though they're not playing well right now, I think they're going to be tough for anybody. Yeah, and the seven the game series, is different. And, yeah. yeah, and they're and I Matt, I think over the next 20, 30 games, they're going to come together and be better. I mean, maybe not great, but they'll be better. I think, um, you know, once they get the new pieces in and, and so forth. I mean, who knows? They, they, it's been a weird year. So, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, um. I don't know any anything any other cool stuff you have to talk about. That's it. All right. No, I think I think we covered cool. We the arbiters of cool have spoken. Right. And uh, Michael Jordan, you are no longer cool. You are not so. cool. So it was it was not. <laughs> you had a good run, Michael Jordan, and uh, you know, welcome to the world of being not cool. Um, right. You know, join join Evan Turner and and <laughs> yes. company and the not cool. There you <laughs> go. And Carmelo. Um, yeah. I- so uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, checking us out. Uh, you can find uh, the, our podcast at thepodiumgame.com. Um, we are also on the Hardwood Paroxysm iTunes feed. Um, if you type in Hardwood Paroxysm uh, on iTunes, we are part of the wonderful network of uh, podcasts that uh, are at the Podium Game. So uh, check us out. Please leave an iTunes rating and review for uh, let people know uh, what's going on. And everyone the, the rating and review helps boost up our rankings that let people know what's yep. that, uh, about our show. So uh, if you want to uh, check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash uh, over and back NBA, uh, facebook.com over and back NBA as well. We also have a, a, a new website. We're kind of working on to, for uh, some uh, posting some stuff at over and back uh, NBA.com. And uh, we're posting like little things right there, kind of, you know, getting start, getting a slow start, but, you know, g- going to kind of get into the groove and uh, see. We'll have links to the show at the podium game and maybe a few other things here and there. So check that out. Uh, did I forget anything, Rich? I think that's it. You got it. All right, Rich. Well, thanks for a it, – it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it, it's been cool to talk to you. It has been cool. All yes. right. So everyone, uh, stay cool. Just in case whoever – just in case whoever was counting the cool thing stopped, We I, I want to say it a few more times. All right. So they, All right. Cool. So it has been indeed a very cool podcast. All right. So cool. Everybody stay cool and goodbye. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.